It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Elon Musk has filed his lawsuit against Media Matters, and he says it is thermonuclear. Everybody is now joining the war against the censorship industrial complex. That's what they're calling it. A group of activists and political personalities who have been filing false takedowns and waging the cancel cancel culture war against so many of us. And now the war is on. Babylon B announced they'd be pledging two hundred fifty thousand dollars into ads on X. I immediately got on Twitter and announced we would be joining the Babylon Bee's efforts with a $250,000 ad campaign of our own, and many others also joined in. Andrew Tate pledged $1 million per month. So many people are joining the fray. And Chris Pavlovsky, the CEO of Rumble, announced the cavalry is coming, and they too will be assisting in the, in the war against the censorship industrial complex. We have the court filing. It is, it is up. And we're going to go through it and talk about why it's so serious. They are trying to destroy X because Elon Musk will not. And in my opinion, I think this is fair to say he will not give the government the back doors they want. Twitter did. Twitter bent the knee. Now, all of these fascists are coming out saying if you don't give the government their secret police access, they will destroy you. So we're fighting back. In other news, Javier Millet has won in Argentina. This guy is described as libertarian, anarcho-capitalist, far right. He's endorsed by Trump, Bolsonaro, and Naib Bekele. So naturally, everyone is super excited, especially when you look at videos of him ripping down a whole bunch of names of government departments and screaming, afuera, or out, when he's ripping them down. The people of Argentina are sick and tired of the woke nonsense. And so they said, let's roll, baby. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Donald Trump is actually winning among 18 to 39 year I'm sorry, 18 to 34 year olds. So there is a lot of big news. Plus, this one's pretty crazy. A new documentary com coming out that is, I, I believe it might already be out about Derek Chauvin and George Floyd suggests the FBI altered the autopsy report of George Floyd and that the original report did not mention in any way asphyxiation. Chauvin says it was a sham trial just as the Supreme Court refuses to take up his appeal. So we'll talk about all that before we get started, my friends. Head over to castbrew.com and buy the best coffee you've ever had. Our limited edition re-rives with Roberto Jr. is going fast and it will not exist once this run is done. We made this for Halloween. It is mocking our dead mascot, Roberto Jr. We love him, but still, we have fun. And it shows his little rooster foot erupting from the earth as a zombie. Get re-rise today. Zombie blend. We also have everyone's favorite Rise with Roberto Jr. and Appalachian Nights. And I'll tell you right now, if you go to the if you go to the Cast Brew Coffee Twitter account, there is a buy one get one code available for Black uh, available for Black Friday. And more importantly, when you support Cast Brew, you are supporting our efforts at setting up physical locations. And I know I've been talking about it all year. Sooner or later, you know, sooner or later, like the, all the professional equipment is coming in, the renovations are being done. It exists. It's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We will have that location up and ready for physical hangouts. But also don't forget to go to TimCast.com. Click join us, become a member to support our work directly and get access to our documentaries like Game of Money or Infringed by Lauren Southern, as well as our members only shows. They go up Monday through Thursday at, at 10 p.m. 
We're going to have an awesome one up for you tonight, as well as join our Discord server. Smash that like button. Share the show with all your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and so much more is Danny Polishchuk. Yo, how's it going? Who are you? What do you do? I am a comedian. I am a co-host of the Boys Cast with Ryan Long, who a lot of people probably know. And I also host uh, on Tuesday nights a call-in show. I'm trying to bring call-in shows back. It's called Low Value Mail, M-A-I-L. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm a stand-up comedian, so... Everybody in the chat, as soon as they saw that you were in, like, in the and title, I'm the guy who makes lists, they so were, people know me as that. They guy. were like, "Oh, this is going to be the funniest episode ever because Danny's here. He's so funny." And I was like, "Man, pressure's on." <laughs> <laughs> All right, good luck, sir. We got, we got Phil hanging out. Hello, Challenge everybody. Himself. My name is Phil Abanti. I'm a very failed musician, the lead singer of All That Remains. Uh, I'm an anti-communist and a counter-revolutionary. Hi, I'm Ian Cross. On what's happening, dude? <laughs> and uh, I have presents for Ian. Okay, let's uh, I'd like to hand you this one first, okay. and you can show it. Show it to the oh, camera. Nice. This right. is uh, the first one's a T-shirt. I got one for Luke as well, and it's from the uh, Flight 93 oh. Memorial. Hey, Flight 93! And we I went we went to the memorial uh, memorial a couple weekends ago, and we were able to pick up some stuff that I thought would be interesting for Ian. So uh, I also have this for you. Wow. This is a book I would Thank like you. you to read. Like you can hold it up. <laughs> this is a book. the 9/11 Commission Report. That's that a big book. Oh, this is valuable. And then, of course, these we got in the summer, and I just forgot to give them to Ian. This is a crystal from oh. Tijuana that was charged in the ocean by Luke Rutkowski. Charged. That means he dipped it in the water. And I, he charged. Does he do it like a spell? I, I guess. Like constantly. Constantly. He, I mean, it's I, I, like a All field. I know is Luke took off his shirt, jumped in the water, and said, now the crystal has been charged, uh. and that we are supposed to give it to Ian, and I don't know what that means. But I guess all of the hippie people know exactly what it means. And they're yeah. probably like, oh, wow, good for Ian. That's yeah, really yeah. Good. He and then there's the structural this. lattice. Do you feel it? Yeah. Do you feel that it's charged? <laughs> it yeah. I think so. Lattice. It could be psychosomatic. I don't know. But, but it you feels feel like that. the other crystal that Luke gave me that was charged. Is it, it warm similar. or is it more like a vibration? It's like warm, actually. Yeah. yeah. It conducts. Uh, and then like, here's a, a little bag. It was in his back pocket. With like mini mushrooms. It is full of those. Can you see? No, no they're does. glass. These are glass. Ah. These are not for eating, like, apparently. They're little glass mushrooms. <laughs> he does. He does. Thank you, now, man. Let's roll, baby. Yeah. Hurry up. I was, I was Someone gives I... you a bag of random mushrooms <laughs> and move is you just eat them and see what happens. Not the glass ones. That's I told him before the show, I was like, I got you presents, but the immediate assumption is it's going to be some kind of gag. I'm oh, like, no, cool. actually, we got you gifts. Like, when we were out, we just never gave them to you. They're made of different things. There's wood. This is glass. This one was... Uh... Normally, we get Ian soap. Yeah. But like goat milk soap, you know, like yeah. really fancy stuff with but none of the weird. Lauren Chen hooked it up last week, so That's I've right. got soap for weeks, soap for months. Right on. All right, we got Surge pressing Thanks, the buttons. Tim. Yeah, I'm just watching uh, Ian get all these gifts. Seeing the joy in his eyes is a great thing. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get started, Tim. All right, here's the first story from the New York Post: Elon Musk's ex follows through with thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters. Messaging platform X on Monday sued Media Matters watchdog group. Uh, sued media watchdog group Media Matters, alleging the organization defamed the platform after it published a report that said ads for major brands had appeared next to uh, next to posts touting Nazism. Now, here's where it gets uh, uh, really fascinating. I'll tell you, I'll break it down for you very simply. What Elon Musk is saying, as well as several employees publicly stating this, what Media Matters for America did, to understand what Media Matters is, there is a series of Democrat and government aligned groups that engage in lawfare and cancel culture to destroy people who believe in liberty, among uh, one thing, and those who are conservative. And so what they're saying, they're alleging, what Media Matters did, and this is really fascinating, Media Matters created new accounts or accessed accounts that had been around for just 30 days to bypass certain restrictions. They then intentionally followed a, a handful of Nazi accounts and a handful of advertiser accounts to 
to create a timeline where their posts existed next to each other. That's pretty amazing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So if you choose, if I choose to follow Phil and choose to follow Danny, and then I get a post from Phil and a post from Danny, I go, oh, why, why is this post from this offensive comedian appearing next to my wholesome heavy metal music? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, well, X is going to be like, because you chose for yeah, it to, because for sure. you wanted it to. This is to. a free speech platform. We're, we're allowing, the point is we're allowing you to do that. I so mean, we, uh, we have the document. Oh, you here. got it. Yeah, so the document is up. We have it right here. United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas, Fort Worth Division, X Corp, a Nevada corporation, versus Media Matters for America. They say, Defendant Media Matters for America is a self-proclaimed media watchdog that decided it would not let the truth get in the way of a story it wanted to publish about X Corp, looking to portray X's social networking platform as being dominated by white nationalists and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Media Matters knowingly and maliciously manufactured side-by-side -side images depicting advertisers' posts on X Corp social media platforms besides neo-Nazi and white nationalist fringe content, and then portrayed these manufactured images as if they were typical uh, of their, as if they were what typical X users experience in the platform. Media Matters designed both these images and its resulting media strategy to drive advertisers from the platform and destroy X Corp. And as of right now, this is a big deal. We got Apple, IBM, Lionsgate, Disney, Comcast, NBCU, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and other firms have paused their marketing. This is a massive hit to X's revenue based on lies. They're going to say plaintiff X Corp operates the Xos Media platform with over 500 million active monthly users, facilitates free expression, open discourse, et cetera, et cetera. We get it. I, we get it. So now we're hearing, I think it's the AG out of Missouri is investigating fraud because it's both civil and criminal fraud at this point. And I got to be honest, I think any reasonable person who looks at what Media Matters does will conclude it is it is a it is a, it's fraud. Yeah. When when an organization lies intentionally. And then uses those lies to engage in tortious interference. Now you've got you're going beyond just a civil civil case. It's criminal. Yeah, I mean, Apple alone is. I think they said Apple alone spends a hundred million dollars a year. I don't know what the grand total of all these companies is, but that's some serious damage. They well, bury Media Matters. I mean, I don't know what kind of uh, you know margin they make but or what kind of well they're like a non-profit yeah it's a non-profit yeah. it's it's fun. i think elon might just own them after this he's going to do the same it's thing it's a non-profit you don't just, own them well. it's just they're gonna <clears throat> there's not much you can do evil people do evil things and even if they're on the hook to elon musk for substantial sums of money they keep doing what they're doing right i mean evil exists man well i mean if there is criminal prosecution that might actually change behavior because then that'll turn into uh you know Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash Carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash Carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash Carlson. That's carshield.com slash Carlson. There, there could be 
prosecution for for criminal and put them in jail or something. Sure, I don't maybe, think there may, would be. For, well, there's if, attempts. There's the Tim mentioned the uh, Missouri that? case, but also the uh, owner of Rumble was just tweeting. I don't know where it went to. Uh, was just tweeting that he, trying to get the attention of Jim Jordan and and Congress. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what well, protections a nonprofit has against I, stuff I, like this. I think the floodgates are are busting open. I don't think that many people really buy this stuff anymore because it's, like, it's not it's not just the, that. Yeah, the uh, uh, I agree with you, but if if uh, the Republicans look into the taking down of Parler, now it's big. Yeah, yeah, we're we're talking about the government colluding with private organizations to shut down businesses. Yep. To censor speech. This goes well beyond just someone got banned on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, Parler was clearly an effort to to shut down any possible, uh, you know, counter narrative to what was being put on Twitter went before, you know, after after January 6th. It was, I mean, Amazon shut their servers down. There was all kinds of push from the government to, to shut them down. I don't know. I don't remember the details, but. Yeah, they had their servers like pulled basically. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think that that's. There's not a whole lot of question as to whether or not that happened. I don't hear people saying, no, this didn't happen or whatever. Um, you know, so it's pretty yeah. clearly. I'm curious collusion. how long these these companies are going to, because I'm sure Twitter has provided them with a report. They did, right? Saying like, hey, here's our like backend data. Just yeah. saying like, hey, right. this is totally they, misrepresented. They break it down. I mean, this is actually quite hilarious. What What they're arguing in the lawsuit is that Media Matters exclusively followed a small subset of users consisting entirely of accounts in one of two categories, those known to produce extreme fringe content and accounts owned by X's big name advertisers. The end result was a feed precision designed by Media Matters for a single purpose to produce side-by-side -side ad content placements that it could screenshot in an effort to alienate advertisers. Yo, they followed crazy guy followed Apple, and then went, oh, no, the posts are appearing next to each other. But that's quite literally you choosing. Yeah, that's. I mean, the question is how long all these companies kind of keep up with Because they've done this before. Didn't they recently do this exact same thing where all these advertisers paused? Or, I don't remember what the last it's all was. Alive. But like someone did something similar. They go, hey, you know what's going on? And all these, or like something Elon tweeted, and then yeah, everybody they, paused, and then they come right. back, and they're like. I, I'm gonna, I, but I, there's I, serious damages, like a week of no ads. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's significant huge, damage. Huge money. I got Elon's play for you. I said this during the YouTube adpocalypse, and I'm going to say it now, and I hope Elon hears it. Here's what you do, buddy. Let's play a game. IBM, Apple, insert company, NBCU. They want to go to war with you over something that is obviously and knowingly false. I, wanted to, I want everyone to understand this. You think Apple doesn't know this is fake? There's no way their marketing people are like, oh, heavens me, I can't believe this happened. No, they know exactly what it is. It's curated and it's fake. So here's what you do, Elon. Advertise against them. And it, what I would say is whatever amount of money you'd spend in marketing that you pull off the table, we will cost you tenfold in negative press. Yeah. Good luck. The way, I, the way I viewed it with, you, with YouTube was when, you know, big company X announces they're pulling off the platform, I'd immediately offer a premium deal to their main competition. Apple wants to jump off the platform. I go to Microsoft and say, we'll give you the double, double the access for half the cost. Microsoft then goes, oh, oh boy. Now we're getting a premium deal. And here's what you do. Make the ads insult Apple. Now Apple's got to contend with a massive multi-million dollar marketing against them because they chose to play with the lie. Yeah, Th this is probably just like the most like basic CYA for them and they'll just, you know, 
They'll, they'll be back. I imagine they'll all be back in short order. What's CYA? Cover your ass. They just go, hey, like someone said something, and they go, we, we did, they just play it the most safe as possible. I but think. you said a moment ago, like, you know, no one's really falling for it anymore. Yeah. I don't think they're falling for it either, and I don't yeah. think they're concerned. I think they're part no, of No, I meant like the regular people. Because the thing with media matters, I don't exactly know their thing, but like, like the biggest competition to mainstream media right now is x like if i turn on cnn or fox right now or msnbc like i'm just watching what i saw on twitter yesterday <laughs> yeah youtube youtube and, and x i would say youtube's like the ultimate although youtube's kind of mainstream well the thing media. with twitter has the real is... citizen journalism though where like yeah. you know something happens and there's just a guy like there who's just even filming. even youtube is is a day late because everyone that's talking about you know what's going on if they're making videos yeah it takes at least a few hours to produce it unless you're doing like live stream stuff and that stuff is done on X nowadays. People are, if you want to look for the most recent news, it's going to be on X. Always been that way, you know? yeah. right? I'm on the ground at Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. The video's instantly up on Twitter. YouTube was like, it doesn't really work that way. Yeah, it's, not, it's just a slightly different way that people ingest that, that yep. content. You There's know? production value. Like, I mean, even, even, even low, low, you know, people that, pride themselves on low production value or you know looking like it's diy and stuff there's some production value whether it be editing or stuff like that so you can't get it up as fast as you can on. i mean like if there's like a giant else. car accident like car crash or something it's just sure. someone whips out their phone and they go this is you know crazy and then that's that, that's where you're gonna see it first before anywhere so and it, you know you're not gonna get banned off x for uploading it whereas on youtube it's like did you vet this yeah you better if you're gonna say this is real by posting it then you better vet this even thing. if even if you did vet it even if it is real they'll just they'll still just kick you off or whatever demonetize. <laughs> it depends certain certain things yeah yeah so but, but it's like it's not it's not like the, the proving ground is kind of x it's like the testing ground for data fake stuff goes up real stuff goes up and then we decide what's real and then we put that on youtube here's yeah. the wild here's the wild thing if jack dorsey still owned x twitter you would be banned for criticizing hamas not even i i i think it is a very very strong likelihood that you know, what What was it? Facebook's rules said that you were allowed to praise Nazis so long as they were fighting in Russia. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, I mean, the crazy thing right now is uh, Michael Rappaport, if you saw on Instagram, if you go to follow him on Instagram right now, it gives you the warning that no. says this account posts um, like controversial. Things. No, no, they no got not, him. not controversial. It's like fake and misleading. Oh, is it? They oh, got him. On Rappaport. As soon as he said he'd vote for Trump, they got him. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I, someone That's sent that hilarious. to me. I go, I couldn't believe it. I had to see for myself. And it literally wow. says, if you go follow wow. Michael Rappaport. On we'll pull that up. And we'll pull that up. Well, in a I have it. I took a screenshot of on my phone and uh because i'm like rapaport you think that guy's been orange man bad for but he just ever. came out and said he's he's considering voting for trump it says this this are you sure you want to follow michael rapaport this account has repeatedly posted false information that was reviewed by independent fact checkers Damn. or when it gets wow. this, uh, this is why they need to destroy x yeah. elon musk shattered a large portion of their narrative control that's what i'm saying yeah so some argue a lot people on the left argue that if uh if Jack Dorsey on the platform, you would not be able to criticize Israel. I, I, I think it's the other way around. I mean, I, I got kicked off Instagram recently on October 8th is when I started. But, so. but I, I think it Donald Trump being the biggest issue for them. Michael Rappaport makes a video where he's like, big dick Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm going to vote for him. I'm considering it. 
And then it's like, and it's funny because he kind of sounds like a high pitched version of Trump. Yeah. And and now they're putting a, a flag on his account. That, crazy. That's so crazy because so, he's like been the most just like every allowable opinion. Yep. Orange man bad, all that stuff. Wow, that's crazy. Forever. Dude. And then the moment he veers off of the acceptable kind of stuff, gone. They, well, let's, not gone, let's, but let's, let's carry this on. We got this tweet from Chris Pavlovsky. He says, X is not alone. I can also confirm that Media Matters has purposely misrepresented Rumble. Their dishonesty warrants an immediate investigation at the highest levels. And he says, hint, Speaker Johnson and Jim Jordan, and I'll bring the receipts. Here's my statement. He says, Media Matters is threatened by Rumble's mission to protect a free and open Internet. So the reaction is to deceive the public and scare advertisers. For example, on March 14th, Media Matters claimed that advertisements for Netflix, which were appearing on Rumble, had been placed on videos that violated our content policies. However, according to Google Analytics, the week before publication of that Media Matters article, there had been zero page views of that video. This means that the Media Matters activist who took the screenshots was the first human being to actually view the Netflix ad on the video in question, though their story left the false impression that it was a widespread problem. The same is true for most of the videos cited by Media Matters, all of which were removed from Rumble as soon as we were made aware of them. It's clear that Media Matters intends to mislead and deceive about advertisements on Rumble in order to hamper free speech and harm law-abiding employers who only want to advertise their product and services. Yo, it's tortious interference. You, you, there's no reason why you, you can't just say, you know, Chris and Elon, they're trying to cost you money and damage your business. Take it to the, the, the monetary uh, issue right here. Prove damages. Let Media Matters outright admit that they're doing this and then show it to a judge. Do we know who funds them? Uh, it's it well probably George Soros. Yeah, that would be. No, I, no I, I think that's actually easily confirmed. There was a big article that people were sharing, but it's it's a nonprofit that receives a bunch of donations. He says Media Matters doesn't do anything for free, so who is funding this outrageous targeting activity? Who is paying for them to target free speech and and why are they afraid of ex free, free expression online? Speaker Johnson and Rep. Jordan, that's time for Congress to ask hard questions. Elon Musk responds saying they have a long track record of evil deeds. An investigation is badly needed. I will tell you this right now. I will place a large sum of money. I mean, this figuratively, a gentleman's bet. Let's say that. Sure. That the U.S. government is working directly with Media Matters in some way. Yeah. Yeah. U.S. U.S. What's probably happening is government actors and Media Matters employees probably are in regular communication to coordinate their efforts and target social media platforms with allies who work for these companies. We know this is a fact that the government did this. Now, Media Matters yet to be seen. But the government did do this with Vijay Gade, who had regular meetings with them and gave them a backdoor. And Facebook gave the government a backdoor. The U.S. government has gone rogue in this regard. I mean, we can say they've gone rogue in terms of war. When was the last time the U.S. declared war? They've gone rogue in basically every way you can Crazy. imagine it. They don't, they, don't, they don't take care of the border. They violate individuals' rights by spying on them. We, uh, I don't believe that the NSA has stopped spying, even though there's there's they're supposed to have stopped collecting metadata. I don't believe they are, and the reason I don't believe they are is because if they want it, they let Google and and all the the companies, these big tech companies, they let them collect the data, and then they just subpoena it, so they don't their hands are clean. But if they want it, you they know that these big tech companies are going to give it to them, so they're monitoring everything you do. Ring will will monitor you with with cameras at your house there's cameras all over every major city I, the the number of individual liberties that are specifically protected by the constitution is equal to the number of individual liberties that the federal government violates on a regular basis but i, I want to throw this in there 
from the post-millennial, Tim Cast, The Benny Show, joined Babylon B in pledging ex-ad buys to fight cancel culture. We're not the only ones. A large group of people are doing this. We are putting our money where our mouth is. But let me just make sure everyone understands. When I say that Tim Cast is going to spend $250,000 on X to support Elon and his mission, understand we are buying ads. I'm not just giving away free money. The other thing people should understand is I am not saying that right now I will write a check for $250,000 and hand it to X for ads. $250,000 ad buy, unless specified, it could be over a year. You, you know, someone could be talking about something like 10 grand or, or 20 grand per month. We're to, so I, I outlined this specifically in my tweet saying the goal is for in Q1 of 2024 to have spent $250,000 in ads in the first three months and ideally 100000 per month for three months. So that's what our target is. That, that, that's what we're talking about doing. Many other people are joining in. It's not going to stem the bleed of the massive advertisers pulling off the platform. But I must say this. If we believe that we are correct, we must support the organizations that we know uh, help us keep going. You must buy products from companies that share your values. If I'm going to buy ads in Times Square, screw that. It's X from now on. Why? Well, Times Square ads were fun. You know, we wanted we wanted to assert ourselves in the mainstream space. But if I actually want conversions, people who are going to sign up for TimCast.com and become members, X is a better place to buy ads. So I will buy from X. Everybody else, if you're using Twitter, consider becoming a premium user of Twitter for eight bucks a month. Consider joining Benny Benny's show at whatever membership levels he offering is offering. Consider joining the Babylon Bee. Consider joining TimCast.com. I don't know Andrew Tate's deal, but he's offering one million dollars. And he's good to advertise X on X. Right. Like he's not even advertising his <laughs> I don't know if that's like I know he said that, but he's just gonna promote Twitter on Twitter. But but the reality is or X. Look, if he uses his account to run an ad saying X is a great platform, you should use it, it's still promoting his account. Yeah, exactly. So it's like exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's not really That's what I'm saying. Like when I when I run a, if I run a cast brew coffee ad. I'm not, you know, there, there are these leftists who are like, ha, these people are rushing to give the richest man in the world money. It's like, dude, uh, we, we sell coffee, right? If if I buy an ad- Wait, do leftists I, call you the richest man in the world? No, Elon. Oh, okay. No, they're saying say. we're rushing oh. to give the richest man in the world money. <laughs> oh, gotcha. If I'm selling cash through coffee and I spend a hundred grand in ads and then sell 200 grand worth of coffee, duh, that's how ads work. Yeah, that's the point. Anytime, right. anytime the leftists start talking about like money- no, they just you just know they yeah, don't yeah, have that, any idea what they're talking yeah, about so it doesn't matter also who donates money to media matters of like if you could donate to any charity right now george me, soros but i'm saying individual because they say that they get their money like there's no way like someone's like oh i'm just gonna make my annual 20 dollar media matters i, I bet there is donate. like this says that they don't disclose their donors well, well yeah there's a couple people who no, no. just fine philanthropy newsdigest.org says media matters receives a million dollars from george soros there there was from 2010 there right go. So I can't it's imagine he just decided, now then. I, yeah, I'm right. They, <laughs> with I inflation, mean, do yeah. charities not have to disclose their donors because that's insidious? It's a five hundred one c three. Yeah, I don't think you're not an individual. Is it, is it a c three? Oh, I thought it was. I just c three. Yes, c four. No, like they have to an individual yeah, itemized list of every five, single person. Yeah. So pull up. So Google search this, Ian. Uh, Media Matters nine nine zero nine ninety. 990 and, and you should be able to pull up easily because they're public tech it's, it's public record if you want to be tax exempt then your expenses have to be in the public record now that doesn't mean you'll know exactly where their money came from it'll show you how much money they make how much money they have it'll tell you the salaries of their top uh, staff and employees and things like that the 990 will yep but they don't have to people can donate 
Because I think what's happening. I, 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 I think it has to be public who, who donated. I'm pretty sure. Because uh, uh, 501c4s, you don't have to disclose. And also, what else do they do other than like, I know they do. They just are like, they, they, they're they're, they're, the whole thing is just truth in media. What do you, what do you like, mean? like, what is their... Their whole thing is making up lies. And yeah, media. but that's what, what am I saying? What is their stated objective as a charity? Just uh, to police truth the and... right or something? I do think things. it's funny that like when they run an article that just quotes me, I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah, <laughs> I said that. But I'm like, do they track like all the dishonesty on like all like corporate media? No, just on the right. Yeah, they originally or like, or like formed, just people on Twitter. They formed as a counterweight to the conservative media research center, and, and it was like in 2004, and they were uh, known. Well, they were known for their criticism of uh, and what it's quote war on Fox News end quote. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. So yeah, they've always, it was basically, it, it, it is a the anti it's a propaganda media research they center. Just hate and it's like if, Rupert Murdoch if they don't have an enemy to go after then they don't have a reason to exist so they're like creating well, they're, enemies to, to they're just they 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 have a the agenda that they have is just a progressive agenda so it's like you know if catholics are getting together and they're doing catholic things you can narrow down like the things that they're going to be doing because they're doing catholic things right like stuff that catholics do things that pertain to the religion if these if you're a a progressive think tank then you can kind of narrow down where they're going to be spending the money and who they're going to be trying to slander and trying to uh, harm their credibility and stuff because they're progressive. So, I mean, they're going to go after, obviously, you know, Tim Cast, and they're going to go after Daily Wire and they're going to go after Ben Shapiro and there must be, you know, like, they're going to go after Tucker Carlson. But anyone yeah. that doesn't have the narrative that comes for that, the progressive, you know, narrative in, in, in mind, they're going to go after him. Yeah, there must be so little work being done at this place. Like they just must be chilling all day trying to figure out what to do. I mean, I know that they're they're they just they have people that just scour the internet and watch like conservative shows and then make, you know, and posts just, and say, "Look, this is why this person's bad. This is why this person you shouldn't listen to him." It's I mean, essentially they give out talking points. Yeah. You know, it's like if you if you watch the content that Media Matters puts out, you as a progressive know the people you're supposed to hate, you know why you're supposed to hate them, and you have the surface level arguments against the things that they're talking about, whether it be the daily stuff like we're a topical show here, they'll they would have a topical show that would be talking about whatever the most recent thing that happened to that they, that they have to discredit or whether you're talking about the more more uh 
philosophical stuff like okay why is it that like you want to make sure that trans people are represented in women's sports or, or trans women can play in women's sports they'll have those kind of talking points and essentially it gives people the arguments that they can take into into public spaces like twitter or or school board meetings or whatever and they have the arg you'll know the argument that you're supposed to make or that that's going to be the most effective it's just an it's an information distribution network is, is what it boils down to we got more big news though from the post millennial rumble under major ddos attack after ceo pledged to join elon musk to fight woke censorship this is uh man it gets interesting every day rumble tweeted this out earlier today Update, we are currently experiencing a major DDoS attack. Our engineers are investigating, and we will report back here with updates. A DDoS attack is a cybercrime where the attacker floods a server with internet traffic to prevent users from accessing connected online services and sites. It disables the site that is attacked. Uh, one way to easy expl easily explain this, DDoS means distributed denial of service. So I'd like you to imagine that there's a small door and I have a handful of oversized novelty germs. And when I try and shove them all through at once, they get jammed in that door and none of them can get through. Now. Three Stooges problem. Is a, is a, a Simpsons <laughs> joke. Yeah, Three Stooges. But that's, but that's basically what it is, right? Yeah, they'll try to go through the door at yeah, the same yeah. time. So a DDoS hits the server with a ton of requests. The server can't answer them all. So then you're basically stuck in this massive line behind fake traffic. So it really Question does. Question is why and who? Who would do it? Who has the capability? I think to do I it? saw him post that it was coming. I think they had like a little map up, and it was coming from China. Really? Let's I think. I think he he tweeted. I could be incorrect, but I think he. Yeah. Oh, see. there we go. Looks uh, like what is this? Or it's the world doesn't like freedom freedom of expression, but it will, we will hold the line. Here's a map highlighting where a good portion of the attacks are coming from. North That's, Korea or South Korea? Uh -oh. That looks like North Korea. I can't believe that. And those tricksters in North Korea, they don't have anything better well, to look, do look. take Rumble down. So these other dots also show, also well, show China, China but hold dinner. on. Here's the thing. You can redirect your attacks to yeah, obfuscate yeah. where it's coming yeah. from and make it look like it's China. It could be a false flag. I'd, I'd be more willing to bet it's U.S. interests trying to shut down Rumble. Why? Rumble is joining Elon Musk. Elon Musk took away an intelligence agency asset in manipulating public opinion because these scumbags are evil. So who has the incentive to attack Rumble? It's not China. Rumble provides free speech, which is it's it's disruptive to the deep state. But you the also deep see state's pissed. you see free Hong Kong on Twitter. So I don't think China is any any ally of that network either. They don't they're not a big fan of free speech. Yeah, I imagine uh, Twitter's infrastructure is a lot bigger than Rumble's. I could be wrong, but um, I don't Rumble too. Yeah, yeah. I, I Digital don't... civil war. Yeah, I don't know who would who would want it to have it out for Rumble specifically. Services restored earlier today. Yeah, it's not surprising. I mean, I imagine uh, people try and go after YouTube too. It's just YouTube is way too big and just that, that must be just too difficult. And they, no, YouTube does get hit. Yeah, they must. Yeah, they do. It's just it's it. You, the CEO doesn't tweet it out when it happens. No, and, and probably, but people do notice. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 often big hits to YouTube, and these things happen. And also, there are direct attacks on individual YouTubers which slow them up and cause problems for them. It's it's crazy the the level of sophistication you can see in cyber attacks. But if if I had to make a guess, I I'd, I'd lean towards leftist and fascist um uh organizations on at behest of the US government would likely be the, why rebels being targeted. But they're losing. So you add in man tw 2010s, it's all dominated by the deep state, by intelligence agencies and the left. 
And in the beginning of the 2020s, we start to see that shift now, especially with this last year where Elon Musk, man, I can't believe it's been a year, right? Yeah. Yep. It's been a year since we all cracked open that Louis the Thirteenth and cheersed when <laughs> Elon Musk bought, uh, bought the finally. Well, remember bought. when everybody the first night and then everybody's like, "There's two genders." <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody did. That's everybody goes, There's two genders, and then they just waited for Yo, it. They go, "Boys oh have guys, these girls have vaginas." Oh my god! How insane is it that before Elon Musk bought X, previously Twitter? You could get banned yeah. for saying women are not men. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was. Like you would do, you'd go to sleep being like, I don't know if I'm going to wake up with a Twitter account in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Was it uh, Megan Murphy is her name? Right. Yeah. yeah she was yeah. on my low value mail last week, actually. She got banned yeah. because she tweeted men are not women. Yeah. Though. For four years she was gone. That's nuts. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's the real reason that, you know, not that media matters in particular is the, is the organization that has the, uh, you know, has the impulse that to, to do this, but they're still protecting a narrative, which is the left's overarching narrative, which, which obviously it's politically correct. And it aligns with what the, the federal government and powers that be want people to think like yeah. there is definitely a a politically correct narrative that they're trying to control you know the ability to discuss this is to i i mean to call it orwellian is almost it's almost obviously orwellian and, and it almost it's using the word so much or we've used the word so much in the past two years that we've it's like it's lost meaning but this stuff really does matter like it's a big deal that you can say there are only two genders and not get punished for that. Yeah. Like it should never have been a thing. It, there should have been massive outrage nationwide, but because it the because of the way that the censorship has been instituted, there was never like there was never a time where people were like, okay, we really have to. You know, we really have to band together and say something. And Musk kind of was the guy that, you know, said, this is the final, this is the last straw. You can't kick the Babylon B off for making jokes, you know? Yeah, and thank, thank goodness yeah. he did. I mean, people do get kicked off of places for making jokes still. Just yeah. not, to, not X, but. Well, you got, you got. I just got kicked off of, well, I mean, I got demonetized on YouTube, like for life, for a podcast clip on my first strike ever. I got, uh, and then I got kicked off of Instagram. Nip in the bud. Yeah. This is what, this is what they're looking out for. Yeah. Big tech platforms know that going after Steven Crowder is hard. Not only is he, he massive in terms of his audience, he also has massive resources from this, which provide him great legal defense. Now, you, on the other hand, they're probably thinking, look, if this guy gets big and gets, a, gets several million followers and starts making millions of dollars, we're not going to be able to stop him. Yeah. Stop him now before he can get big. This is what they're doing. I'm going to be Rappaport. They're just going to have to put a thing on my label. <laughs> That's right. Be like, <laughs> oh, pig dick Instagram. <laughs> Slob dick. Slob dick. That's what he said, dude. But, but, this, but this, is, this is the game they're playing. And so uh, when all these leftists are like, cancel culture is not real, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, most of the people who get banned are small accounts. Regular working class dude opens a Twitter account, has a couple hundred followers, tweets MAGA, they ban him. Yeah. Yep. And this guy tr has no one to tell. Zero recourse. Yeah. You have, like, all he can tell is his friend at work being like, crazy out here. You know, I keep, I'm on my eighth Twitter account or whatever. And you just go, yeah. Man, the nasty thing about censorship is when you don't know what's happening. Like the Soviet Union, I wonder what it was would have been like to live in 1954 Soviet Union. Like how horrifying. My parents did live in 1954 Soviet Union. What, it sucked. Were they like just not able to talk about? Yeah, it's like everybody's a spy. Like literally the whole thing is that 
everybody you know is a like my grandmother. I used to do a joke about this. My grandmother in probably right around 1954 because it was right after the war. She um, was living in like I think Moscow or something in some apartment building, you know, and she got a knock on her door from her neighbor, this woman, and this woman's like, "Hey, do you have you seen my husband?" Like, I haven't seen my husband in a few days. Have you seen him? And my grandmother's like, no, haven't seen him. Nobody hears from him for three years, okay? Until a letter arrives from the husband to the wife. And what happened is he explains, he goes, he was in the lobby of the building. And you know, like you live in an apartment building, you're like, you know, your neighbors, you're making small talk and he goes to one of his neighbors, he goes, hey, you want to like hear a joke? And the guy's like, oh, okay, whatever. And he tells him a joke and it was an anti-government joke. And then the neighbor ratted him out and he got 10 years in Siberia. For literally just telling, like, you know, just in passing, small talk, want to hear a joke. It's like Soviet gray this, Russia, like, let's lighten things up. And it's like The stories I've heard are worse than that. Yeah, uh, but story, I'm saying, that's 10 years of, no, you know, breaking stones. Stories, for, uh, the story that I mentioned, uh, that I've told before, is uh, a friend of mine from Ukraine said, in this apartment, there's two apartments, they're next to each other. It's like an old communist-style Soviet bloc. And there were, there were two families that lived there, and they did not like each other. So one day, one family said, I got an idea called the police and said, oh, they're making anti-government statements. The next day, the whole apartment was empty. Yeah. Man, and it makes me think that yeah. guy in the lobby, when you're, that, that guy went and told the joke to the guy, the guy who's hearing the joke is could, could be thinking like, this could be a government agent yeah, testing exactly. me yeah. to That's see if I'm going to report Everybody spies, right? So you're like, it's it's real like game theory where that guy's like, well, if I don't report him, like I might be tested right now. So if I don't do it, then... Like you want to be the first person to act almost. Right? And I, I guarantee that there are tons of people in corporate America that lived like that all the time in fear of using the wrong pronoun or saying the wrong, you know, saying the wrong thing or whatever. And it, it's not as dramatic as people go to the gulag, but they just lose their job because they get they go to HR and HR fires them, you know, because they yep. said something insensitive. I mean, wh and so you're 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 constantly afraid. I can't make this comment. I can't say this. And if I don't call someone out, if I do hear something, it could someone could see or he, overhear us, and then I get implicated too. So it's that fear that keeps everybody in line. That's why it's so important for people to stand up and say, "F you, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing that at all." We pretty much have kicked the bucket over, but I I could see like a a totalitarian social media system where if you're watching video you're online browsing and you see something that should be reported and you don't report it they're going to be like they flag your account that's not going to happen in the united states because we got ahead of the ball but i could see that in I china being I, like it's like I'm your, not, front, your I'm front not facing so, camera turns on and you just get connected. Like, why did you not report it i'm not so confident that it's that it's that it's that it's that it wouldn't happen here like it's not over here this fight is not over but we live in kind of a bubble so we see the people that are fighting back, but I do, I'm not so confident that that's something that's hit the broader right. country yet. And understand this, Danny. They're already turning your front-facing camera on and taking pictures. Oh, of you. for sure. So uh, a couple of years ago, I had I, there's a there's a phone. I forgot what it's called, the McLaren phone or whatever. And it, the front-facing camera is mechanical. It when you turn it on to take a picture, it slides. It goes and slides out. So my girlfriend, I, I I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get a Galaxy. You can use my phone instead. And then. She's browsing a website when all of a sudden the camera comes up and then goes right down. Really? What that means is on a regular day-to-day -day basis, your front-facing camera is probably taking pictures of oh, you. Oh, for sure. So everybody out there, I know what you're doing on those websites. <laughs> They're probably taking pictures of you. No joke. Oh, those are not flattering photos. Those facial not, expressions. Not, not flattering <laughs> photos. <laughs>
I mean, and, yeah. they, and who she knows? Yeah. That you know? picture. Yep. Yeah. But with the cancel culture stuff, like, I mean, like, this is, you know, more of my industry, but like, there's no comedy shows or movies anymore. You know, like, when was the last, like, can you name a comedy TV show right now? New York City right now has the biggest promotion. Every bus and every taxi cab right now for Big Bang Theory, a TV show that's not even on anymore. And was never funny to begin with. Regardless of what you even think about that, it's not on right now. Why are they promoting it? Like, it's like the new hit show of like, I guess maybe The Strike or what, but like, it's huge promotion. But like, there's no comedy shows anymore. Is it because people aren't taking risks? Yes, because like, you can't take, like, nobody wants to take risks because of like, basically the, the essentially like climate. And then, you know, like you, who wants to be caught at work sh laughing at a joke that is yeah. like gonna get you fired at work you know like you can't talk like there's so no new york's already commie dude you're not going you're not gonna go back go to work and talk around the, dude, what was the, the water the last big dude i comedy i water movie was 2014 but that's why i'm not there yeah like, yeah the last like huge hit comedy movie was 10 years ago what was it i think it was ted 2 oh my gosh and like, that like where it made like really like in the like in the top like I think it's in the top fifty or something something like that like there has not been a blockbuster comedy and, and, movie and, and in it's a full decade. of jokes that would put say, you in jail now yeah. I'd say TV show wise Rick and Morty would uh, not get super offensive but they yeah. got rid of Justin Roiland yeah they, yeah well exactly I, I mean I'll say uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia South Park, South Park. yeah they but I'm own saying that new show. ones new ones like in, right. any sort of like the only things make that are, are still exist are these holdovers from literally like why don't why, why don't we make a show 15 years ago like a modern version of seinfeld called polish chuck mm -hmm. sure i don't know if that's the best title but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it might actually be i don't know yeah, yeah maybe maybe People it's, it's, maybe it's so it. bad that it's good but, <laughs> but sure it's just that the problem is is like in terms of distribution you know you can get on youtube but then they go hey we we just gave you a strike. Rumble, it this, is. Yeah, you're on Rumble, and then you know we're we're not far away from from being able to do that for sure. Are, yeah. are your comedy shows like um, somber? Do people get lit up and laugh? No, no, no. Stand up is stand up is untouched. Like stand up is obviously like if you go watch stand up on like Comedy Central or something, you'll you like if you go look at like uh like I do live streams on YouTube for my shows, and sometimes when I'm doing a live stream like Comedy Central, their YouTube page, like this is how bad it's gotten for them and how badly they destroyed. Their brand where they have 11.6 million subscribers on youtube and they'll do these stand-up live streams and there'll be 300 people watching <laughs> because they're just like nobody like the youtube algorithm stopped showing their thing to anybody that subscribed to them nobody wants because to people it. rejected it for so long that they're just like all because busy. they're doing woke stuff they just at some point everybody signed up for comedy central because they like bill burr and dave Chappelle and all that kevin hart all that stuff and then basically right around trump which is like a lot of stuff they were you know all the diversity stuff and they go hey we need to have this needs to be more representative and you go you can't just just because someone is a certain category like doesn't make them good at comedy that's true for literally everything yes exactly but comedy is really true and so and it's like you know, it's very evident. Like, at least there's some stuff that's like, you know, whatever. Yeah, fear, art. fear not, good sir. Fear not. Fear not, Phil. Fear not. We are winning. Phil knows the story. I'm pulling up. I do. Argentina elects anarcho-capitalist Javier Millet, president. Today begins the end of Argentina's decline, said The Economist during his victory speech. And I think I have a, a video for you that we're going to play so you can understand who this guy is. I hope you speak Spanish because here we go. Ministerio de Cultura, afuera. Okay, he said, <laughs> afuera. Ministry of Culture, out. Ministerio de Turismo y Deporte, afuera. Treasury, out. Ministerio de Cultura, 
¡Afuera! <risa> Ministerio de Ambiente y Desarrollo Sostenible. ¡Afuera! Ministerio de las Mujeres y Género y Diversidad. Gender and Diversity. Uh, yeah. Out. Uh, <risa> ¡Afuera! Ministerio de Obras Públicas. ¡Afuera! <risa> Ministerio de Ciencia y Tecnología e Innovación. Algo bien del sector privado. I mean, Mayor Adams is about to do this in New York City, but just not, not on and off, not because he wants to. <laughs> They just have crazy budget. They're closed libraries on weekends now. Cardi uh, now, B was now, complaining about it. That's now, right now. Now, hold on. Yeah. Now, hear me out. This could be like a libertarian paradise. Okay. In Argentina? Yeah. No, in New York oh, in City. New York City. Oof, the cops are destroyed. You can't do anything about it. All right. And if you know, here's what happens. First. It's uh, uh, it's it's a stable liberal uh, neoliberal state. So there's a bunch of laws. Then things start breaking down and you get anarcho tyranny. But after anarcho tyranny, you get the collapse of government institutions. You yeah. get anarchy. Yeah. The problem then, is you can't have guns. No, no, what, that, that, no, no, no. That's anarcho tyranny. Uh -huh. Like the cops will be like, well, this law abiding citizen is going to prison. But once the anarchy phase happens and there's no cops anymore, gotcha. they've been abolished. Now yeah. you can do whatever you want. <laughs> I do not want to live in New York City when you can well, do so, whatever you want. <laughs> so, so here you are now. Argentina elects Javier Millet. This is a guy who's roasted the left. He's called a mierda over and over again. Just uh, like <laughs> you swear in a different language because most people don't know what you're saying. But uh, some people are saying as Brexit sim uh, signaled the victory of Donald Trump in the next election in the United States. This right here, this is a landslide victory for an anti-woke anarcho-capitalist. Yeah. A lot of people are like, it, it, Trump's going to win. There's there's something that people need to recall or think about when it comes to this guy. Like, Argentina has like 150% inflation or something like yeah. that. So The prices have tripled since 2020. Yeah, comparing uh, Argentina. I, th I think that's what I saw. Is there, no, but I mean like, yeah, what do you think is going on with the average average person? When, it's, when, not, it's not 150%. We're talking about like the average I mean, when I moved to New York City, it was like, dollar slice pizza, and now it's dollar fifty pizza. You're feeling like really? one There's no two. dollar slice pizza in New York City. And no, also, this has, been, this has been going on in Argentina for multiple years, too. Like, And it was going on long before. Like, our, our inflation kicked in in the past, you know, two years. It's been going on in... And the, and the only reason I'm saying this is because libertarian ideas, as much as I like them, the average person is not at the point where they're like, screw the whole government yet. Yeah. So the, the American, but the American good, population, but look, though. And, I, and again, you're talking to a guy that loves the idea of cutting the government Donald as Trump, much as possible. I'm just Don, trying to Donald Trump is winning among 18 to 34 year olds. I mean, he's so, not so, badly losing in New York right now, which I is know. crazy because he could shoot New be York smoked. Normally. New York is D plus 27 and Biden's winning by 10. Yeah. That's insane. Insane, yeah. Uh, yeah. Insane. And, I, and the poll oversampled two to one Democrats. Meaning it should be way yeah, higher. Yeah, it should be way higher. I 100% like everything you're saying. I just want I want Dude. people that in America to to remember to to at least remember that Argentina's conditions and the United States conditions are significantly yeah. different. You know what this so, kind so, of reminds me of? Sorry, is uh, you know how when when Elon bought Twitter and then he. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fired two thirds of everyone who yes, worked there. And yeah. everyone goes, I wonder how this is going to work out. <laughs> because if he can fire two thirds of everybody why can't facebook go fire and youtube yeah. and all the stuff so I, I wonder if this is going to kind of be like a bit of a test run where he goes you know what we don't need a cultural diversity committee we definitely don't whatever and he's going to scrap it and he'll probably be like look it's fine i i'm i went to the grocery store the other night and uh we like to buy these these little salamis i don't know if you guys have seen them in the basement where it's like three different kinds and there's maybe like 20 slices of each it was 12 dollars for a pack yeah, dude. A year and a half, a year or so ago, it was like seven fifty. Oh yeah. And so when we were ringing them up, my girlfriend's like, "This is twelve dollars," and I'm like, "Whoa." Oh yeah. That's crazy, dude. Now, I mean, look. yeah. I go out for to eat in New York, and a lot of times, you know, like you'll go on uh, Google Maps or whatever, and then they'll have the menu on there. And a lot of times, the menu that they'll have on in Google Maps will be like two years old. And then you go in there and you see the difference from two wow. years ago and you go, wow, like literally. And yeah. it's never going back. Dude, like no, a, ta like no. a taco at ta uh, Taco Bell is like, the, what, what is it, like three bucks now or something? Yeah. No, 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 like a Gordita Crunch or whatever is like three fifty. Yeah. What was it, a McDouble is $3? Lauren, used to be a dollar. In, in a couple Lauren, of years, you'll have the $5 menu for the stuff that used yeah. to be the dollar menu. But the key then. thing is it's like certain, like for commodities, commodities are competitive and they will probably, but like for prices at a restaurant and stuff, like they're not, it's the grocery, it's not going back. Like nope. eggs can maybe come down or whatever, but like for restaurants, they don't lower well, prices. I'll tell you this. I went to the grocery store and uh, I like me some heavy whipping cream in my coffee. Yeah. They didn't have it. And consistently now over the past year, the grocery store has not been carrying heavy cream. And when they do, we grab some and then it's gone for a few months. So we have to go to other places. We have to go to local farms or one of the specialty organic shops to get like the organic farm cream. But a couple of our local grocery stores typically don't carry it all that often. Ch now, now I'll, I'll tell you, you know my what? theory. I'll tell you my theory. Yeah. I'm wondering if the margin, profit margin for derivative products is higher than for the, the pure product. Meaning if, if, the, if the company says we can sell a pint uh, uh, or, you know, whatever, little little carton, a pint of heavy cream and we'll make one dollar per per carton or whatever. If we take that same amount of cream and sell it to people who are going to make whipped cream or sure. butter, yeah. we might make $2 per pint because yeah. of the derivatives. I'm wondering if that's why the production has gone down and the stores aren't carrying it as much. Very possibly. I mean, shrinkflation is also crazy right, right. now. Truth Social filed a defamation lawsuit against 20 media companies. This is breaking in the past really? five, 10 minutes. We'll 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes ago, disclosed Please don't TV. be Tim Cast. Please don't be Tim Cast. Please don't be Tim Cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, um, we'll, we'll pull that up in the next one. We'll wrap this one up and then we'll pull that one up in a second. So yeah, Javier is, uh, I mean, it's, in my opinion, it's great. I love the idea of, of giving uh, anarcho-capitalist or I mean, real you don't live there. Let's just let it ride, man. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I think that they're going to, they're going to work, you know, at least in the short term because the conditions that they've set up in the past in argentina everyone is everything is is so all the money that they they have is going straight to government and government industry Probably or debt or, servicing is costs are like i'm sure they're gonna there. have to they're gonna they've they've gone like i think they've 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 had like three times they've had to restructure their debt so yeah. they'll have to do it again because they have to get dollars to peg their by the way the their, fact that the united states did not re, like re uh service their debt like two years ago or whatever at a lower I, I, insane. I, I don't. I don't even. 
I don't even want to talk about it because there's nothing that can be done. And when, when interest rates were dirt zero they and they're like, people were like, why don't you refine? And that yeah. was also when Trump was like, hey, we should refill the strategic petroleum thing when gas was like, oh, yeah. And everybody was like, well, the fact that you're suggesting it means we shouldn't. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that is a frustrating turn of events that it, when things were cheap and 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 good we and didn't it seemed like obviously in hindsight it seems so obvious you go interest rates couldn't be lower possibly i no, guess they, i guess the problem was trump at one moment tried to be like maybe we should take these bad boys negative i don't know i, I, I can't <laughs> i can't speak to that i don't, yeah, know, I don't know at all so this malay guy i thought at first he made me nervous because he was screaming about and he was angry and screaming i'm like oh that sounds like hitler but then i gave him a chance i was like let's hear this you know where out. hitler lives right now uh, was he in Belgium? Well, he's in Argentina. Oh, he's in Argentina? He, was. he was. He was. He was. Um, but then I started watching him, and I, I really, really like his personality, Malay's personality. And also, I didn't know, but he wants to take Argentina off the peso and put him on the U.S. dollar. Well, they're going to so, peg the peso to the dollar. I imagine the CIA is behind this guy now, and that's probably why he wants. I don't know, man. CIA was de was likely behind uh, Lula in Brazil, and that yeah. didn't work out great. I don't think the CIA would be behind a guy like this. I think the CIA would be opposed to a guy like this because nowadays, too. the 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 federal government and the like the. You know, the narrative that is pushed is not a right wing, small government narrative. Yeah, it's definitely a big government. I thought you the, know. the powers that be, the authoritarian powers that be would not want him in power because he's a populist libertarian. But then the people are like, well, but the liberal economic order needs all the help it can get. So if Argentina wants to join as a, as a partner by taking the US dollar on, then maybe it's worth it because this whole crypto like economy thing is is very pro it's it's promising. It's better than just sucking it in and being like well in 10 years my car is going to cost three hundred fifty thousand dollars. oh well yeah that's not sustainable so like and it just can't get much much worse for them like they're just obviously at a point where enough people are like you know what it just this guy cannot screw it up worse than it already has been screwed up all right i i, I know ladies and gentlemen we got so much news here we got breaking news um we've got a uh, truth social filing defamation case it's massive it's breaking we're gonna get to that in a second because we have more breaking news right now this is tweeted from Elon Musk. He says fraud has both civil and criminal penalties. Ken Paxton, attorney general has an, uh, uh, of the great state of Texas, has announced an investigation into media matters for potential fraud, saying the office of the attorney general is opening an investigation into media matters for potential fraudulent activity under the Texas Bureau Organizations Code and Deceptive Trade Practices Act. The OAG will vigorously enforce against nonprofits who commit fraudulent acts in or affecting the state of Texas. Attorney General Paxton was extremely troubled by the allegations that Media Matters, a radical anti-free speech organization, fraudulently manipulated data on X, formerly known as Twitter. Quote, we are examining the issue closely to ensure the public has not been deceived by the schemes of radical left-wing organizations who would like nothing more than to limit free speech by reducing participation in the public square, said Attorney General Paxton. Ladies and gentlemen, come on. There you go. Tell me you are red, you are, you are black-pilled, okay? We are looking at a major turn. Ken Paxson, of course, I'm not surprised to see him doing this. This dude means business. If Missouri follows suit, because they announced first they were looking into it, Paxson probably saw that and was like, hey, man, we're on board, announces this. Potential criminal invest, or literal criminal investigation, That's potential wild, criminal yeah. charges of the people at Media Matters. I got to say this, Elon Musk, IP ban all Media Matters employees. 
No question. <laughs> if you want to argue free speech, yeah. I'll argue free speech. If you want to argue they disliked things that were said, argue things that they, 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 they disliked things. But if you are saying you have proof they manipulated the platform for fraudulent activities, you are the judge and the jury here. So I think it's fair to say if you are using a platform to engage in fraud, criminal and civil tort violations, then you should be banned. Martin Shkreli replied to that tweet by Elon Musk, and he just goes, can confirm. <laughs> I'm friends with him. He's a man. Fraud he's, has he's, consequences. He seems great. Oh, he's, he's the hilarious. man. Martin is the man. Oh, he's so funny, on at least on X. I know a lot of people <laughs> hate him. I think he's hilarious. I no, think he's, he's great. He's the man. What's, uh, if this Media Matters gets found guilty, liable for fraud and everything, then what would they have to pay out cool, damages? Criminally, criminal. Criminal is like... That's criminal. It's I don't going know who to the it's, it's going it? to be know. the people. So what's going to yeah. happen is with a, a a fraud investigation for a charity, they're not going to go. Media matters committed fraud. They're going to say John Smith, whoever's the head fake of name, you know, John yeah. Doe or Jane Doe said these things fraudulently in an effort to engage in these behaviors. So they'll take out the employees that committed fraud. Will get their their criminal filings and then the company itself is it going to take a civil hit because it's got 11 million in assets yes. in 21 well, well that, that, that i i, I think them. this might be the end yeah but like what stops they, just some new operation from just kind of well, yeah i mean all they do the is thing. just like follow 30 twitter and, accounts it's and like, and here's the issue with going up against government texas has effectively unlimited funds yeah you're, you're 11 million in assets, bro. That that's that's not enough to maintain a couple car dealerships. That was in 2021. Was their, right. their yeah. what they had on hand was 11 million. And so what I imagine happening now is facing a massive lawsuit from Elon Musk and an investigation from Ken Paxton. They're going to get buried in legal paperwork. They're not going to be able to afford the, afford the lawyers. They deserve it. They they've really really screwed the pooch on this. They went too far. If they actually doctored up images to get X. Um, well, they just misread. Yeah, advertisers yeah. to leave the company. That is the issue. Is trash. they didn't they didn't have to do it before, but they're desperate. What what is happening now with the narrative machine, the the neoliberal neoconservative uniparty is they are so desperate because they're losing every day. They have to engage in more and more extreme activities. It used to be that they could make a phone call to one of their cult members at Twitter and they'd say, okay, we understand. We'll do as we're told. The now FBI. It, right. The FBI calls up and says, you know, we just think this shouldn't be there if you get our drift. Like, you got it, boss. Yep. Now they're calling Elon and he's like, well, actually, I'm the richest man in the world. So I got more fuck you money than you can imagine. Have a nice day. And now they're like, what do we do? There's nothing we have. Elon's done nothing wrong. So they must now fabricate it. And that's risky. And it's a losing strategy and they're going to lose because of it. And the funny thing is, is they've been doing this stuff for so long that probably it never crossed anybody's mind that this was a bad idea. Yep. Like they've been just getting away with this forever. Yep. And they nobody probably said, hey, this isn't maybe the best idea to do this. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was incrementally getting worse. Well, they just have like, probably have never had and they've probably done this to tons of companies. Right. And just kept getting they go. Yeah. Look how many companies we shut down. Like it's well, works. a lot of companies probably just say. We'll we'll do what you tell us. Yeah. Media Matters says, hey, you said a naughty word. And they go, okay, fine. We'll take it down because it's easier than dealing with a lawsuit. Yeah. Now they tried, they, they just ripped away probably, you know, like half a billion in ad revenue potentially. And Twitter can prove it. The funny thing is these these companies don't get it. They're going to be on the hook for 500 million plus. Oh, they'll just, yeah, they'll go bankrupt. They'll cease to exist overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, fair point. They will start another one and try and reopen another one. But precedent is being set. If Republican AGs are now willing to go after for criminal charges, they will not be able to spit up another company. The, the basic strategy of, hey, Elon's racist didn't work.
Yeah. It didn't work anymore. It used to work. It used to be, hey, Elon's racist. And then the CEO would be like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. Advertiser threaten a boycott. They'd say, oh, Mia Culpa, I'm so sorry. And then everyone would say, okay, now that you've pledged to the cult, you're free to go. But that's not working anymore. Elon buys Twitter and laughs in their faces. So what do they do? Now they have to take it to an extreme doctoring a circumstance in order to try and get advertisers to pull out. And now it's easily provable. Yo, discovery is going to be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. This is this will be interesting to see if there's actual criminal charges. That it's beyond that. Discovery may lead to expo government exposure. Yeah. yeah I, I'm willing to bet you will find communications between media matters and people in government. No question. Oof. Well, I'd love to see who funds them. I, I'm, I'm just they're paying out six million in wages in 2021 and i bet it's like one guy getting a million bucks oh yeah 1.6 million to the executives and then another six million to other salaries you can, you can actually like you can nothing. look up you can look up the salaries ex explicitly like you can look up their oh, the, yeah, the they're names they're and how much money they i'm more paid. interested in what kind of like what do they produce you know like what well like if Propaganda. you even ask them like what have you done it's the oh, office, we, we, we office call out right-wing misinformation do you do here there's they a they have a uh a mission statement on the uh so they're community thing. notes, basically. They've been just replaced by community notes, kind essentially. Of. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you do, is you just start community notes? Yeah, but but look, community notes is, is real, though it can be manipulated. Media Matters just makes things up. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's a 501c3 progressive research and information center dedicated to comprehensively monitoring, analyzing, and corrective conservative, correcting conservative misinformation in the U.S. media. So it's literally a propaganda outfit yeah. looking to do what it can like to arm snitch. people that have different opinions. Digital snitching. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's... But it's beyond that now because they went out of their way to fake yeah, evidence. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's I fabricating you call things. that fa fabrication of evidence. Yeah, it's yeah. fraud. Yeah, it's, it, it's, 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 man, tortious interference is crazy enough, right? Like if Phil and Danny had a contract and then I went to Phil and said, cancel that contract with Danny or else that's tortious interference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're doing that, but they're also fabricating evidence in order to get away with it. That's yeah. crazy. With one of the most high profile According to the lawsuit. Yeah. Put some yeah. people on blast that work for the company. <laughs> this is in 2021. Angela Caruson. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. President isn't, isn't, CEO. Isn't that guy like an anti-Semite? half a million dollars that year. I don't know. But he posts, he has, he has like a history of posting a bunch of racist stuff, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, it's, if you go back far enough in most people's Twitter and yeah, stuff don't like look that, at mine. You, you get some, some yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah. You don't okay. want to see the conversations I had at Danny Taco does Bell not when like I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these people. David Brock, is that the guy that founded Media Matters in yeah. 2004? He's still the chairman of the company, made 300 grand. Yeah. 2000. For what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, for you being guys, the chairman. You guys find any misinformation today? No. I'll be around twice right. a year for well, a one hour call. Keep looking, guys. There's lots of misinformation out Look, there. Look, you got to go hard. watch all the uh, the right wing media. and then <laughs> It's like some job for someone who just literally just watches Ben Shapiro all day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that misinformation? That's, that's that's what they do literally yes yeah. literally and then they get on the internet and they're like a dickhead about it yeah <laughs> what's oh, your job i'm really an, formal yeah. reports what, stuff what, like what's your job i watch ben shapiro and i'm an asshole about it <laughs> <laughs> what more can you expect yeah well i don't know how you guys it could be blackpilled i mean we're, we're i i i think we're winning I, and I, I think the important thing to understand is this on the battlefield when when you see the enemy break ranks you don't say okay we're done you say no. charge yeah. Now more than ever. And you know what I want to say? It was a few weeks ago I said this. And now I th what I think we're actually seeing is the, the, the storming of the battlefield. All of these lawsuits, these people pushing back the pledges to sponsor, uh, to buy ads on X. This is everyone basically saying, we're winning. 
full speed ahead. And just, you know, what feels like the cavalry going in to finish the route is the government picking up the lawsuit. So, the Texas state government. And who was it? Missouri state government? Is that who said? Missouri AG said he was looking into it. And AG isn't, uh, and AG of Texas announced an investigation. That's, that's the cavalry coming in. Too. Oh, that's so, the riders of Rohan, dude. Lure looking up the hill and that light's shining down. <laughs> I'm not sure how. The Battle of Helm's Deep will be won. I'm not sure how accurate this is, but someone is tweeting that the judge that will be hearing the Elon Musk bombshell lawsuit against Media Matters was appointed by Donald Trump. Judge Mark T. Pittman is the same judge that ordered the FDA to release the Pfizer files. Ooh. Oh. It's going to get fun. My. Are there any nonpartisan <laughs> like misinformation charities? Like, no. Are they all just partisan? They're all partisan. Yeah, all partisan. They're all because like... misinformation was, li the term misinformation in modern parlance has been created to say stuff that doesn't line up with the official with narrative. Yeah. It's, okay. If it's misinformation, it just means things the government doesn't want you to think. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not done. We have more breaking news. <laughs> A tweet from Chris Pavlovsky, the CEO of Rumble, says Truth Social just filed an unprecedented defamation lawsuit incorporating 20 media companies. The tide is finally turning. Corporate media and activists are going to feel the heat. I want you this Thursday when you're sitting down with your family to say, I'm thankful for the lawsuits that are being filed against these evil neocon <laughs> neoliberal organizations. Truth Social posts on truth. They truthed. Today, Truth Social filed a defamation lawsuit that is likely unprecedented in history, incorporating 20 publications and even uh, and met, and even more may be added. All of them published the same false information about Truth Social and refused to fully retract their stories to the fake news outlets that think themselves above accountability. We'll see you in court. We got it right here. Filed 11, 2023. This is a crazy week, man. In the circuit court of the 12th Judicial Court in and for Sarasota County, Florida, Civil Division. Trump Media and Technology versus, here we go, Guardian News and Media LLC, Hollywood Reporter, The McClatchy Company. We have the Miami Herald, Alex Mena, Reuters News, Rolling Stone, Nextstar Media, The Hill, oh. Deadline Hollywood, Accredive Capital LLC, Benzinga, MarketWatch.com, Forbes Media, Axios, The Daily Beast Company, GO Media, Doing Business as Gizmodo, Salon.com, New York Daily News, Newsweek, MSNBC, Cable LLC. Oh, I'm sorry, MSNBC Cable LLC, Mediaite, DMG Media, Daily Mail, and CNBC. Wow. Wow. So uh, they say this number, wow, this is crazy. I heard this news. This case is about an unprecedented and seemingly coordinated media campaign by no less than 20 major outlets to attack Trump media. They say uh, by falsely reporting that TMTG had lost $73 million. Remember we heard this a few days ago? Oh, no. Not Look, I got to tell you. There's a lot of people who will be like, oh, why is, you know, oh, oh Tim Cass is talking about the story, but that story came out earlier in the day or came out yesterday. The reason is we fact check and verify things. This story came out. I read it and said, I'm not going anywhere near this story. Yeah. And turns out once again, it was fake news. This, they say this number was an utter fabrication. Each defendant in apparent coordination reported the exact same false number within approximately 24 hours of one another, each citing to a Public Securities and Exchange Commission filing in which the mystery $73 million loss appears nowhere. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Who started? I want, do you know who this originated is, I, this? I, 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 the, the, the fake news? No, who originated? Because it seems like it's one of those things because there's no real like journalism. A lot of these... Um, like size or whatever is probably just one person started it. No, 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 and no, no. And Rolling Stone's like, okay. But they're saying they all cited an SEC filing. Oh. So this is, so, but no, no, you're, but you're right. Someone but probably. checked on the actual SEC so he, filing. And so here's, here's the big deal. Times v. Sullivan. 
the actual malice standard would require for this lawsuit to proceed, the news organizations had to know what they were printing was false. That's the actual malice standard. Now, these companies are in a serious steaming pile of donkey-ish, if you know what I mean. They are going to have to argue when they cited the SEC document, they were unaware the number did not appear in it. Yeah. Admitting in court, <laughs> we did not actually read anything we wrote. They're going to have to admit what everybody already knows, which is that they're not really journalists. They're just are content creators, essentially. That they don't fact check. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, we don't. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I just saw it and I rewrote it. I yeah. don't know. I assumed it was true. I don't know. Yeah. Look, I mean, man. I mean, that's crazy. Let me let me, let me give you an example. There's, I, I, hope, there's, I hope they lose. There's this story um, about this kid in, I think it was Vegas, who got stomped to death by a bunch of kids. Yeah. And so one guy tweets, 15 black kids beat, to beat a white kid to death, and it's not being covered because of race, blah, 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 and everyone picks it up. And so I watch the video, and sure enough, there's six kids, not 15. Two of them are not black. Uh, four, maybe, or maybe three, we're not sure. And there's a lot more to the story than just this. People don't care about what, the, what, what they just keep re, re, retweeting yeah. the same thing over and over again. I stopped and I said, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go anywhere near this. I mean, this is, this is clearly not true. And I got to the point where so many people had published the fake news. I made a segment where I was just like, dude, this is fake news. Yeah. So yeah, he should not have been beaten to death, but this is the problem with the corporate press. They see a story and they say, roll with it. Here's the link. Not a single person read the SEC filing. I, I, I actually think there's a strong possibility they knew it was a false number and reported it anyway. Yeah, because it helps them in some way. They're probably all like, you know what? We can't have Donald Trump getting elected. I'm sure all 20 of these organizations feel that way, where if they can get any sort of piece of information that'll come out, that'll hurt him in any way. They're like, let's get it out. And they just, th that's the objective. Is this is this is big though, too, because uh, Truth Social is under, I believe, Dwack. Yeah. Which is a publicly traded company. Yeah. So this negative press means people probably started selling off stock like crazy. For sure. And now there's massive damages yeah, yeah, yeah. this is gonna be huge come on so are you black pilled still i mean this is this is tremendous people are fighting back in huge numbers it's crazy that these businesses don't have like a fiduciary obligation to like they're like the actual just just keeping their own businesses alive you know to just be smarter than that but i don't i guess i don't know who's running these things because well, I mean, if, uh, if their goal, if I mean, like if Market getting, Watch and CNBC didn't check on that, like I understand Rolling Stone, they don't know what their head from their ass, but like CNBC oh, didn't check. NBC News may as well be Media Matters. Yeah, NBC here. News has a political team that is known, no question, and not it is non-controversial for making things up. Yeah. In one instance, they even ran a picture of me on the Today Show over a fake story. It's been a long time, but the writer included a false statement. And then a bunch of other outlets like Variety and I think Deadline picked the story up, cited the false news. NBC, within minutes, removed the false citation. So it was out of their story, creating a circular loop of fake news with no source. <laughs> it's, it's masterful what they do sure. and how they create fake news. And they news probably cycles. got away with it for so long. Like they were probably doing this for decades. There must have been some sort of buffer period where like journalism, there was like legitimate, like, you know, journalism, like the Watergate, all that stuff. And then it switched over to this slowly and I nobody called them on it for This ever. kind of stuff didn't, is a, is a phenomenon that has arisen with the internet. With the internet. With yeah. The internet. Like the, the, as long as there was like cable news, you had your general, well. Well, the thing is, I, I think about that sometimes though, because if they wanted to spread some fake story before the internet it would have been even harder to refute because yeah. if that one person can't get some sort of like 
you know, TV show to cover them. But it wasn't as polarized and like people weren't attacking other Americans like that had different opinions. Yeah. If you think about it, like when I started like watching news a lot was right after 9-11, right? So that 9-11 happened and it's like, okay, that's what I'm paying attention to news. And I used to watch MSNBC all the time. And from like 2001 until 2010, 2009, something like that, MSNBC was perfectly it seemed perfectly normal right like joe scarborough had a nighttime show and he was a you know he was a republican that acted like a republican and sounded like you know your standard republicans and stuff and it was in like 2010 2011 when you started when i stopped watching msnbc because i just felt like it didn't have anything other than the progressive perspective so i think that that once the internet and social once social media became so popular and you had your big tech companies starting to realize and and make moves with the powerful you know products that they created um i think that's when it really started so i think i think this all ties in with the whole social media and your cell phone yeah probably because of all the whole like click getting yes i want to i want to give people an example okay round two name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To understand why you never talk to the press. You may have heard uh, about that famous uh, Supreme Court justice who said, don't talk to cops. Well, don't talk to journalists either for any reason. Now, you can talk to a journalist if they come from a publication that you know as honor and integrity and, you, and you're a fan of. That's totally fine. But any corporate mainstream press, avoid. A guy named Andrew Morantz. He is a scumbag. He is an evil lying prick who writes fake stories for a living. Interviewed me uh, several years ago. He took my quotes and manipulated them to change what I said. But his argument basically is, you literally said these words, didn't right. you? I can place them in any order I want. So he took two different quotes from like 30 minutes apart, put them next to each other to create a fake story. When Vice News took issue with the lie that he published, this is what he writes. An earlier version of this article included a quotation from Tim Pool concerning Vice News' coverage in Ferguson. The quotation has been removed because it contained several errors. Yeah, it's deceptive editing. It the like, errors were his. Yeah. But he made it seem like the errors were mine. Yeah. So even though he lied in his story when he got caught, even when they're forced to correct under threat of lawsuit, they still blamed me for the fake story they wrote. Yeah. And they probably the language was vague enough where they go, you know, maybe someone will interpret it that we, but they were kind of making it out. Exactly. That, so yeah. when I when I called and had my lawyer talk to them and threatened, they said, what do you mean? They were quotes from Tim Pool. We did remove them and they did contain errors. And we said, yes, the errors were yours. And they said, everything we said was factual. Yeah. And even if they do, Scumbags. even if you finally got a retraction from them, at that point, it's like, Wait, this is the, the New Yorker. The quotes didn't have errors in them. The positioning of the quotes created an error. It's deceptive editing. You like a good Simpsons reference. It's the gummy yeah. Venus de Milo. Exa absolutely. You know, it's just like, yes, yep. that's that happened. And so I told him, I know you recorded the conversation, released the other tapes. He's like, no. And the audio tapes prove that he fa he created a fake and story. And there's, I mean, there's been no shortage of people like Dave Portnoy all the time where people want to interview him. And he goes, okay, fine. Happy to interview. Just let me record it. And they go, no. Right. You go, no, what do you mean? Like, I'll just, I'll, I just want to hit record on my phone. And because you, you never talked to, never talked to these people on the phone. 
They'll call you up and they'll say, hey, how's it going? And you'll say, pretty good. And they'll be like, what'd you have for dinner? And you'll be like, uh, pizza. And like, thanks, bye. Click. Then they'll write, he called me on the phone and made an a- and, and engaged in an anti-Semitic screed. And you're like, no, I didn't. But like, he did. Here's the phone record that proves it. Yeah, exactly. They just lie. They will lie. And then what are you supposed to do? When you sue, they'll be like, your honor, we had the conversation. He called me. What do you want me to say? And they'll be like, okay, there you go. And, you know, for you, it's just like the hassle of suing unless you have a ton of time and money on your hands. Just for most people, it's not even worth doing. Or it's just not. And and they probably got away with it for so long that they're just like, yeah, this is what we do. This is how we operate. Let's talk about. uh, hmm. We're going to we're going to get spicy with it. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, we got a lot of crazy news going on these days. And it seems like there's a lot of good news with these lawsuits and stuff. Here's a story from TimCast.com. Democrat congressman says Trump, quote, has to be eliminated. He's not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy. It's not a joke. It is a literal quote. Uh, Let me play the clip for you and uh, we'll get it going. Trump, of course. Now, and his recent True Social post uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for anyone uh, that might be trying to op- work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Our democracy <laughs> means not yours. He has yeah. to be eliminated. Be now, eliminated. now, hold on. This story is from uh, today, published by Adrian Norman at TimCast.com, and we have this from CNN, published today. Trump releases doctor's note saying he is in excellent health. <laughs> of course, the implication is... Trump is, for one, trying to earn votes by saying I'm healthy, but yeah. also there is a serious concern that something may happen to him. Yeah, today yeah. Well, today is also Joe Biden's 81st birthday. Happy birthday, Joe! He, bl- <laughs> he blew American it in the, uh, in the in the in the was it the pardoning of the turkey today or something like that? So, what did he kill him? No, he just, uh, he, be, just he was so like out of it. He just snapped the turkey's he neck. Just got <laughs> confused. I wasn't supposed to do that, man. He was he was confused between uh, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, and Rihanna. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I were will... they thinking? Putting a guy with who's suffering dementia in front of a prompt? Well, they're with... not admitting it though. They're like, no, what are but, you supposed to do? But I'm saying like you give a teleprompter a teleprompter with words he doesn't recognize and names he doesn't know, and he's like Taylor Spears, <laughs> Brit- Britneyana. I don't know what I'm talking about here. I he mean, no yeah, one. it's honestly like kind of sad at this point because we would never treat any 81 year old this way if they weren't the president. Look, look. You ever see that viral video of the girl on TikTok wearing the Nirvana shirt, and she's like, "I don't know what this is." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just everyone wears this shirt, and it's like, it's not just that he's old. It's just that it's out of his generation and they're trying to make like they're trying to attract young voters by having him say this. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Not yeah. going to work. I will say with this, this like bad for democracy thing that they, they're saying about, you know, destroying democracy. They've been saying this now for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> like I was promised that he would destroy democracy. I was promised. Like, I was that- living in Canada in a different country and they promised me. I, I, was- I put money on it. Yeah, and I, I'm still waiting. But to get they paid literally out. promised they, me. They go that the destruction of democracy is imminent if he's elected. Then he was elected. Then we went through a full term, a pandemic, a like you know all, all this infl- like all this. Then stuff. Joe Biden, and, and we're still. still it seems they like promised that Joe Biden was elected that it would save democracy. But that's what I'm saying. They, they always like you can't say twice that he's going to destroy democracy. You had your chance to say that he was going to destroy it. It's not destroyed. Move on to something else about him. He's yeah, going to destroy 
Like Whatever. Say they the economy. Out. He's already like, mega <laughs> Hitler, and and the you know he's worse than Hitler, and blah blah blah. They they've literally run out of. But you can't say the same alarmist thing for eight adjectives. Years. Yeah, obviously you can because they have been. Yeah. I know they can be, but like, you're like if uh, okay if, if this premise right. was. But hear me out. Michael Rapaport says pick Dick Donald Trump. Yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, okay. But he says he's also going to vote for him. <laughs> but I don't. I don't <laughs> that's know. A really new. One. I I don't know if someone with a pig dick would be a dictator. Or what that has to do with whether a good or bad leader. That's a good point. But it is an adjective. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's an adjective. It's a different one. Yeah, it's a different something. one. It's a different adjective. There you go. He did some, Trump Slop did dick. some stuff that was like what you would call the bad guy stuff. Like, he, in my opinion, he made his family in positions of power, which I was like, eh, I don't like when politicians do that when they're not qualified. And, yeah. Um, you know, he gave Fauci the reins of control with the, the no, medical technical. Well, Fauci, Fauci, Fauci had reins of control. Job. Trump should have put Trump, a stop to yeah, it. Yeah, Trump stood yeah. behind him on stage and like gave him all the I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm no, not, me like, yeah, yeah. I'm I, just saying I'm the whole out, destroying like, democracy. It didn't thing come close. He, he, he did was more like status quo with yeah. a little with a little goodness sprinkled on. Like he gave his generals control the the drones. The drone warfare. He gave that to his generals, his clandestine drone warfare, which is like well, that's supposed to be the president's job to decide who gets droned, not the generals. Uh, other well, than not that, necessarily. Though, not necessarily. Yeah. Other than those three Energy things, doesn't need to doesn't need to be. In fact, it, if you look at like the way that Vietnam went down, when when Nixon was getting, I think it was Nixon or no, LBJ was getting involved in like which targets were going to be bombed. That was really problematic for the for the war itself. So, I'm not trying to stomp on you so go ahead well i don't know if he did it in order to make them clandestine or if they were already clandestine but he made secret droning bomb campaigns basically um but other than those three things putting family in power giving the country over to fauci and the the secret drone bombs he didn't do anything like what's super bad what's that saying of uh don't let the uh perfect be the enemy of the good is that that, perfect be the enemy yeah so like that's the that's the thing about a tar- like criticizing Trump over like oh his family was in government okay yeah and Joe Biden was giving his brother and yeah, his son that's the money the like, counter is Biden put his family yeah, in power is, too no no no, no but like hiring, way worse hiring your kid is one thing running secret backroom deals with with adversarial nations to benefit your yeah, family Trump is wasn't criminal. doing that as yeah. far as I can tell he wasn't sending off Don Jr. to go be on the board of some North Korean energy no. company and I've listened to Jared Kushner on a few podcasts recently he's a pretty sharp guy I don't know I can't speak to Melania or was it? no Ivanka Melania. Ivanka yeah yeah but Jared Kushner is a pretty smart guy I think I mean, they're all they're all fairly smart people yeah I mean but anyways if he did destroy democracy he would still be president and there would not be an election next year like that would be in my mind what the well, destruction of democracy would be. Ro- is that ro- we would just be a dictator for life kind of thing. We have the whole spectrum, okay? Roseanne and a retired Colonel McGregor both think there won't be an election next year. Really? Yeah, what, does Ro- what does Roseanne think? Roseanne thinks there won't be an election. Like, and then what? It's gonna be Biden and or, she's got or a, Kamala. Oh, I don't know, but she said there won't be an election, and Michael Malice has a thousand dollar bet with her. So if she's wrong, she's got to pay Michael a thousand dollars. She'll be. But do, but what but, happens if there's the visage of an election where everyone puts her. in their votes and then nothing happens? That's clarified. I asked her. I said, "Do you mean like nobody votes and everyone's like, oh no, no election, or it's like Trump's removed, so it's not a legitimate election?" And she said, "I think that one. I think that's what she basically said. Like it's going to be a weird thing where not like a China election. It's, it'll no, it, it'll be like a China election or a North Korea election. Yeah, where everyone kind of rolls their eyes like, yo, this is not an election. And they all line up to vote, but it's yep. I don't think that either of them can win that vote because. If there's a fake looking election, M- Malice will say, well, there was an election. I mean, again, but no, both sides, no, no. Ma- whatever Malice- side loses, will claim that there was some sort of funny business. That's oh, right, right. But between, between Malice and Roseanne, 
the the point is that they're having fun ribbing on each other. I think they're going like, to have to go. Someone's going to pay up, and they're going to laugh. Creator about it. Yeah. clash. It's going to be Roseanne and Michael Malice boxing to to decide the final victor. Yo, but but <laughs> I, I agree because I, I I've been saying this for some time now. And shout out to Dave Smith when he was here, he brought up. He said to me that the the best thing I mentioned on the podcast with Jack Dorsey was that I said if they kept doing this, it would lead this country to civil war, and they all laugh because like, are you nuts? Like, what are you talking about? And then January 6th, and then the summer of love. Man, I'm just. And now we're at the point where 26. The reason why I said this back then, 2016, nobody believed actually happened. Like the Democrats think Donald Trump was a Russian spy. Yeah. And yeah. they maybe have walked back now. Now that they. Not, not all of them, right? But for years, they were like, Trump is working for the Soviets. They've, like they've the, only walked it back enough so that way someone, if someone challenges them on it now, they'll, well, well maybe not, right. blah, blah, blah. But as soon as that someone's like, no, yeah, definitely, they'll, they'll jump right in there and be like, oh, yeah, he totally was too. Now, now you've got Republicans saying, Biden didn't win. So 2024, like you said, no one will accept the results. Yeah. So I think Michael's going to lose this one because no matter what happens, no one, there's not going to be a functional resolution to the election. So it may be that Roseanne meant to say nobody will vote. It may be that she meant to say Trump will be removed. It'll be a sham election. Or the reality is we'll all go and vote and then the results will be challenged. So we'll never actually have a winner. In which case... Roseanne will win and Michael's going to have to pay up. <laughs> I'm really concerned about the the voting machines, man, that that all our votes can go into some digital database and get flip-flopped around and then fed back to us. Like, I, I, I'm with you. I think that in 2024, this election is going to be contested for whatever reason and going to be unresolved for a lot of people. So we've got to start developing a way to live, accepting that that's reality. That I mean, there's it's been the reality for the last two elections. But this is different. 2016, Democrats did challenge the vote. They, they, they filed lawsuits. They launched campaigns. They lied. They produced fake information. They fabricated evidence. 2020, Donald Trump and, and, and his supporters launched waves of lawsuits. Trump's team wins a large, I think they won the majority of their lawsuits filed, but ultimately didn't get remedy because the determination was the amount of votes challenged didn't, wouldn't have resulted in a change in the election. The media is lying and claiming that they were thrown out and he lost all of them. That's not true. What's going to happen in 2024? I imagine we're going to get to the point where no one's going to, no one's going to, you're going to get different reports on which state went to who. You're going, it's going to end up in, uh, at the electoral vote count. It's going to be what, what the Democrats claimed 2020 was going to be. They're not going to be able to, 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 to call this properly. They're going to vote. It's going to be contested and there's going to be no clear winner. That, that is the lightest prediction because what may happen between the election day, November and inauguration day in, in January, and then you've got like the vote count in December, or whatever, it's going to be, I have to imagine, every single organization in the country will file a lawsuit. Yeah. I don't see how we, I, it's, with 2020, with 2016, you have to imagine that right now, every Democrat lawyer and every Republican lawyer is sitting down saying, they're, they're probably already drafting their arguments. Oh, easily. The, 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 the votes have not even happened yet, and they're drafting up a bunch of arguments for standing, for grounds. Uh, uh, all of this stuff, it's going to be the day after the election and you're going to see a wave of lawsuits filed. In fact, I'm pretty sure this happened in 2016. Vaguely remember when they called Nevada for Hillary, the Trump team announced a lawsuit was being filed against them already. And then Trump ended up winning. So like nothing happened with that. But I could be wrong, but something like that happened. Yeah. I mean, if Trump wins, a lot of people's heads are going to explode in this country. Trump can't win in the sense that the media will claim he didn't. Lawyers will file lawsuits and they'll make up a reason as to why he didn't really win, even when he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that, that was 2016. 
Yeah, I don't it, imagine that's going to be the problem. I think that I still think that the the um, ballot harvesting and stuff is going to be the actual thing that that solidifies the Democrats winning. I, I think that it's I, that right. I've got that in the lock. As of right now, I, I, I disagree. While I do think ballot harvesting plays a big role, Republicans have been picking up on this narrative. People like Scott Pressler have been picking up on this. But more importantly, the new poll from NBC showing 18 to 34 year four year olds are now Republican. I, I don't look, man. You get a couple of Democrat activists to go knock on a door in New York, which is uh, Biden plus 10 and a D plus 27. That 30 year old's going to knock on a door. A 30 year old dude's going to answer and they're going to be like, hey, you get your mail in vote. How would you like to vote for Joe Biden? Is going to go. Is that a joke? Yeah. Get out of my face. I guess it's possible it won't be Joe Biden, though. Exactly. Yeah, Gavin but even, but yeah, hold on. Gavin even Gavin Newsom will not allow a Democratic recovery enough to beat Trump. But my fear and I do not like living in fear, but this is just like I'm staring at the mouth of the beast is the electronic voting machines that they will take all the votes to be like, thank you, everyone, for your participation. Gavin Newsom won 5149. Doesn't matter. Just like in 2000 when George Bush won 5149. And what did, did Biden beat Trump? 50.5? But, but none of, none of, none of this matters. How convenient. You guys, but you're, th you're, you're thinking in terms of 2020 and 2016. 2024 is going to be every lawyer in the country filing a lawsuit all at the same time over every day for the for several weeks and every court will be jammed up and everyone's gonna say we have no that's idea like a DDoS anything... attack on the government yeah, voting process that's right. almost... or or it's a, a a legal riot is there anything that can be done to mitigate this happening considering like probably you know we're not the only people who are talking about this right now you could have like seven blockchains set up to verify the vote i don't so... think that's, they're gonna have that in nope. place by Otherwise, we could sit around Whatever. with our fingers it, up our like, butts and wait for all the ballots. Like, <laughs> First, <laughs> everyone, good, everyone needs to vote. Everyone needs to get their friends and family to vote. Everybody needs to reach out to Scott Pressler and say, what can I do to help? But the issue is not voting right now. The issue is lawfare. That's that's the point. Trump could win 80 percent and they'll argue clearly the machines are broken. Trump could not have won by this much. And this proves the discrepancy and the election must be because redone. that could be and a you'll get thousands of re uh, lawsuits and the courts will start going. Through that them. could be a foreign attempt to stymie our elections is by inciting us to create too many lawsuits on ourselves. Yeah. No, uh, it's it's, it's mean, not for no 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 that that, that, yeah. that that that's impossible it's for sure it's the, like a terroristic they've got possible. us to fear our own system the issue is not that russia created blm ads and encouraged black lives matter to make the right wing angry the issue is that democrats have already stated that the, the leadership of the democratic party in 2020 that if trump were to win they would encourage west west uh, in in their in their war game they said we would uh, we would uh push west coast states to secede from the union Unless Trump gave in and gave them concessions. It was John Podesta, I think. It was Podesta it. and many yeah. others who were involved in that war game. That is not Russia doing it. That is the Democratic Party. Oh, gosh. It doesn't even need to be a country. A foreign, when I say foreign, it could be a corporation. It could be people that are manipulating us to be afraid of each other so that we sue each other and, and, and Look, let me tell you, blockade let me, let me, our own. I mean, it's been done the last few times. It's going to happen again. Like. I, I, I think this, this, this path is inevitable. I don't think we lose. I think clearly we're seeing the worldview that we share is, is is much larger, a bigger umbrella, and is more likely to win. But I was talking to a friend the other day who told me outright, someone I've known my whole life, that a baby at nine months, even if it is about to be born, is a parasite on the mother, Oof. and the mother has a right to, turn, to end it because it's not alive. Not a parasite, it's a symbiote. But it, I'm, 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 not, I'm not speaking to facts. I'm saying this is what the, my friend said to me. And I said, 
whatever you think, understand that position is fringe and is going to result in serious conflict in this country because Colorado allows that and Oklahoma doesn't. But when I heard someone outright say, I will never back down, babies gestated to nine months are a parasite within the mother and the mother can, can, can remove it if she wants, even if it ends the life because that's not even a baby, it's not even alive, it's a fetus. Ugh. And I'm like, if the only thing separating two babies is a layer of flesh from the mother and the other baby was born, but they're the identical in every other way. Nope. Parasite. And I yeah, said, okay, pretty. That's uh, I think super. Thankfully, I think that's super fringe, but that is but, still, uh, however, those are the laws being passed. Yeah, I understand that, which is why I actually think we're going to win because that is super fringe and no one is like the average person going to be like, why are you nuts? Yeah, that's crazy. But here's what I realize: It's really easy, guys. You want to know why it is the left doesn't care about books and schools? Because I had this conversation with a friend and she was saying like, I don't hear anything about this. And I'm like, right, you don't have kids. Yeah. You don't have kids in school. All my friends who have kids freaking are out. freaking out. I'm like, they're all you? like, you should see the stuff that my kid learns. And like, basically they have to depro deprogram their kids when their kids come home. Like their kids come home and they say all this stuff and then they get like, yeah, that's not really true. We were talking about Loudoun County and I'm like, why is, why is Virginia... You know, why did Virginia elect the Republican governor? Granted, they've elected a lot of Democrats recently, but uh, why did Loudoun County flip and, and bring in a Republican DA? And I'm like, parents are seeing these books. The DA arrested a father who was screaming at people for covering up the rape of his daughter. And then it's like, here's the issue. These liberals don't have children. They will cease to exist in, in a couple generations. That's it. And not if they can't take the whole place down with them. They might, but, but they're not going to look. 40-year-old millennial women who aren't having kids, they can push whatever ideas they want. I'll tell you this. Uh, let, me, let me do this for you guys. Check this out. This is uh, civics. Do you approve or disapprove of the way Joe Biden is handling his job as president? There is one demographic, one, that approves of Joe Biden. Can you figure out what that one demographic would be? Cat owners. No, 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 no. Look, look at the options. You've got age and you've got education. And you've yeah, got gender. I can't see that far. Any, any, okay, so let's say 18 to 34 year olds, do you think they support Joe Biden? No. They do not. What about 35 to 49? Sorry, they do not. 50 to 64? <clears throat> mm, nope. How about 65 plus? Yeah. Mm, still no. Still no. Still no. Uh, oh, okay. Highly educated. Postgraduates? Nope. They disapprove. Huh. Who likes them then? Postgraduate women uh, is the only demographic that supports Joe Biden. <laughs> well, okay, I, I, I'm I'm being hyperbolic because I'm not including race or uh, uh, or state from this. I'm saying out of education, gender, party, and age. Obviously, if you go to Democrats, you're going to find much higher approval substantially. The Democratic Party clearly does, but in terms of non-party affiliation, out of age and education and gender, only postgraduate females have a approval rate, a high approval rating, a higher approval rating for Joe Biden. When did that start ticking down? Uh, it was... Is that in the last month? It was, uh, uh, it was Hamas attack on Israel. Yeah, is it literally? Because you know what it is? so funny because these are like, you see all the posts, the videos of posters getting torn down? Oh, like yeah. the, It's all women, pretty much. Yep. They're so, them down, and then now they're all like, Biden's turning our, his back on us. Childless, highly educated women hold these fringe views. They're not having kids. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No I just think the future is predictable. They're not having kids and the ideas are going to go with them when they go. Yeah. They're going to be a fringe group making demands on young people who are going to be like, what world do you live in? You like weird communist old woman. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. Let's, They're going to uh, get more cats. <laughs> I will say before, more we, go, more before we go to Super Chats, uh, we have a new cat. We uh, I mentioned this <laughs> the other day. We captured Seamus and, uh, in a cage and uh, uh, we brought him to the vet and he got uh, cleaned up, de-parasites and all that stuff. Nice. I'm not talking about Seamus 2. I'm talking about Seamus 1. Mm -hmm. Seamus 2 is the cartoonist. Seamus 1 is the cat. Is the cat, yeah. Yeah, but Seamus apparently two has been he's... So he was living in a garage because he found a way in. And uh, so we set up a trap. We, we caught him. Based on how he looked, I, I, I figured he was probably like eight months old because cats get, they, they grow pretty quick. And I was correct. Nice. He is uh, eight to 10 or so months. And uh, uh, he's a good little dude. He's, uh, we broke his spirit. He was screaming when he got caught. I have oh, to, yeah, like, come on. It's probably pretty frightening. Well, no, it's just like his honor, you know? Oh, <laughs> he's an honorable cat. <laughs> No, it's like it, it, we, we, it was the indignity ah, yeah, of having yeah. him in a trap and laughing at him. <laughs> and, you know, we're like pointing our fingers and laughing. What, what going, entails oh, uh, laugh trapping a cat? Like a raccoon there, trap? Well, it's just, it's just, there's like small animal traps. Yeah, yeah. And the way it works is there's like a, a metal plate. And when the cat walks in, it steps on a plate, which pulls a piece of metal and, and just close it goes it. down. Nice. And then he can't get out. And then we, uh, we got him cleaned up. The good news is he's very nice. Nice. His spirit's been broken and we've pet him. And given him uh, many cookies, and he is... Uh, Shout he, out Seamus One. He looks pretty depressed, but mm -hmm. uh, he is now property of me. Nice. And, and, and that's it. He, I have dominion over him. But he will survive the winter. He will survive anyway. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's about eight to ten months old, so he's not... He was born likely around probably last spring. And so we, I, I was like, this, he's, he's not going to survive living out here in the middle and, like, it, with nothing. So, but now, uh, now he'll, he'll make it. No, sorry. We're going to go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member to uh, support our cultural endeavors, to watch the members-only Uncensored show that will be coming up in about a half an hour, and to hang out in the, in the Discord server with like-minded individuals. we got a bunch of awesome documentaries. You definitely got to check out Infringed by Lauren Southern and John Dutois. It's awesome. But uh, let's, let's read your Super Chats right now. Josh Berg says, hey, guys, first today, I'm looking to build a Wardenclyffe Tower on a micro scale. Something interesting to look up if you don't know what it is. Ian, what is that? That's Tesla's tower. Uh, Nikola Tesla built that tower and he called it Wardenclyffe. And it was a giant um, long range electricity, Wire wireless, wireless energy, yeah, transmission? wireless electricity generator, apparently. Or not generator, but transmitter. Transmitter. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if like the main issue with that is that it kills people. Because I have to imagine if you're like transporting high levels of energy wirelessly you're losing a ton of energy and probably creating some kind of disruptive you know i don't know radioactive pulse of some yeah sort. i think was he trying to send it underground or something through the earth maybe well i think we've all seen uh the prestige right yes that scene where he has the light bulbs in the ground and they turn on oh yeah his, uh, warden clip was that that was the prestige right yeah with hugh jackman that movie's awesome mm -hmm. it was what cool. was the other one that was kind of like that because they always make two movies that are the same there's like two movies each about magicians doing tricks. 
I don't know. The Prestige. Oh, I know Catch that. Me If You Can. Is that the one? What? No. Oh, Catch Me If You Can is that's a that's 1950s. That's the one I'm thinking of. It's, it's a movie like that. It's where the... Uh, maybe I'm thinking of The Prestige. It's with the guy from <laughs> Facebook movie? Or the meta movie? No, I don't know. Is that I it? don't know. With, uh, what's his name? Not Catch Me If You Can. All I know is The Prestige. The Illusionist. Illusionist. Yep. See, they knew. Chat always has the answers. Well, I will ask the audience. All right. mind. Where are we at? Matthew Hammond says, have Danny and Ryan Long written a script for a movie? Yeah, we have. You two are this generation's Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, and it is a shame if we did not see something on the screen. Well, where's it at? What are you doing with it? Uh, we wrote a script um, like two years ago, and then uh, the, this basically, uh, but it's 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 done for essentially. It was very what? of the times, mm. and uh, it just like, we, did, we, we tried to basically rewrite it, and like for to update it essentially and it just it was very much of that moment uh like probably a few years ago too many covid Why jokes no there was no there was no covid references whatsoever actually but like part of it involved uh twitter it was a whole thing but and like 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 it was basically this like bloggers movie making fun of like left-wing right-wing bloggers essentially i was like played a ben shapiro type and ryan was like played like the head of vice kind of thing and then but now like, vice is bankrupt it's like all this it's like the world has changed so fast and like there was like a whole twitter angle to it and it's just like twitter's a different company now it's just it's too different but, but we're, we're, we're always thinking of ideas the problem is is we're just nobody wants to make them how much money do you need to make one million dollars let's do it all right write me a script dude we got we got lots of good ideas let's let's get it let's do it we'll make a movie yeah man all right, there we go. Uh, that that's that that constitutes a contract. Yeah. And also, it means Ryan Long is now contractually obligated as well. I can't speak. <laughs> I, I don't speak for Ryan Long, but uh, but we 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 talk about movies all the time because that's like that like when I got into comedy and stuff, like I wanted to make movies. Like I've written many scripts. Like that's what I, I've written a movie called Filth City. You can check it out. It's about it's on Tubi. It's about the crack smoking mayor, former mayor of Toronto, Rob <laughs> Ford. Rob Ford, yeah. Yeah, Rob Ford is. It's called Phil City. You can check it out. So, and I like, I started it and wrote it. So, I'm serious. Uh, I think Ryan's going to be here yeah, he's next, next week. week. Yeah, I was going to come with him, but then I was supposed to be in Edmonton and then I'm not now. But so, so come with him. You want me to come with him again? Yeah. Maybe. And I then, think I might. Yeah, maybe. We'll uh, and then we'll talk about making a movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have Ian play yeah. a, a scientist who invents a graphene gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude, you're definitely gonna get impaled at some point. And then you're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna be so looking good, through the hole, and we should like make the hair like shooting. Yeah, out we're gonna have like, like this, we're looking through like, the hole, being like, "This is bad." <laughs> <laughs> so they already made a graphene horror movie. It's called Splinter. Oh, oh have, you should look it up. No, I haven't heard of it. It's yet. a graphene horror movie. Yeah, right. look, I'll, I'll look it up. I want to see. Uh, look up Splinter horror movie from 2008. I don't know. Trapped still, in an isolated no. gas station. Still barely yes. know what graphic. Yeah, that's 2008. Oh. Yeah, that's a long time wow. ago. Wow, I didn't realize it was so old. Yeah, Trapped look, look at the pictures. Look at the pictures of it. Gas station. Go to images. You're gonna be like, oh wow. Do you see the pictures? Oh yeah, the stuff shooting out of his body looks like ferrofluid. Right. Ferrofluid. Yeah, and like graphene. You know? Ferromagnetic. Like graphene turns people into monsters. Ooh. That's so, what you see. Ian is an agent of chaos. I know. He's the only person I've ever known who even references it. I Let's grab it. some more super chats. I love it so much. Shane H. Wilder says, For my birthday, I'm asking if people are able to please give to my parish a sprinkler busted and flooded the nave. It is St. Albert in the Diocese of Austin. It is also Joe Biden's birthday. So instead of giving Joe anything, help this guy's uh, parish. Okay. Here we go. Jacob Paradis says, Congratulations, Javier Millet. Trump is next. Absolutely. Let's grab some more. Lord Lucas says, did you see that Iceland is going Ragnarok? No, yes. what does that mean? Uh, Ragnarok is like the, uh, it's the apocalypse of like the, the Norse mythology. Mm -hmm. 
But why Iceland? What's going on in Iceland? It's, it's a, a city split in half, and it's about to a volcano's oh, about to erupt. Yeah, I saw oh, that's that. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Except for them, <laughs> I was a, except for them, a, a bunch of volcanoes at, at once erupted. Did you guys hear about that last week? At the end of last week, yeah, they were right. saying like really seven volcanoes were, were activating at once. Seven volcanoes? Up. Yeah, but I don't I don't want to get the numbers seven wrong. Seven trumpets? And I don't know if it could be confirmed that it was actual activity or not. There, well, there were there there's at any given time there's like twenty different volcanoes erupting on Earth. So it's it was seven that were going at the same time, but it's not like it's super odd. It, it, there's constantly volcanic activity on planet earth and it, it just so happened mm, no I, I think you're wrong i think clearly the volcanoes erupting are the seven trumpets of the revelate of revelation Fair and enough. uh signaling the uh end of days this is all mm. from my potential fake news of i'm seven. ready for end of days there's approximately 1350 potentially active volcanoes yeah there's yeah there's, 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 there's like maps you can watch online of volcanoes just going off it's you know Everyone's always just very worried about uh, what is it, uh, Yosemite? Yeah, or Yellowstone. Yellowstone. That's not, the big one. It's Yellowstone, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yellowstone. Oh. Or yeah, that's the one where. That's, I, that's I'm, the I'm I mean, really... that's just kind of the country exploding, though. Like, yeah, that's just like no off, sun for two years. Yeah, it's it's like the su the sides of the super volcano. It's basically just like the whole northwest of the United States blows up, and it's yep. due, right? Yeah, something like it's like it's like the does it whatever. It's a couple hundred thousand years due, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Sick. Yeah. If that pops off, then no one will even know what happened. Yeah. I mean, we might overhear over like, here for a might, minute. Yeah. We'll, for a little bit, we'll but not too long. We'll be know? informed when, <laughs> when flaming rocks start landing yeah. around yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, true. What do we have? Redneck Italian says, your members are always generous. Generous. I'd figured I'd ask and help my son achieve his baseball dreams this Christmas. Consider donating at Give, Send, Go, Douglas Jr. Showcase. Couldn't put the link in. Well, I guess it depends on donating for what. You know, some people are like, my mother is dying or my dog is sick. So, um, you know, make it worth it. Something you know? more American than a baseball dream. Yeah. Carnal Nature says, X would not allow me to subscribe to Premium Plus tonight and stating that it is due to me changing my profile photo or screen name within the last three days. <clears throat> I've been on X since 2014. What gives? Errors. Uh, I'll say this too, like, we st we launched an ad campaign for Infringed. It says it's delivered, but there's like some issue with yeah. They with have it, they have know? some bugs. I mean, yeah. like think about how much has changed since he took over. They for all the time I was on Twitter, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Nothing changed. It was just the same. And then all of a sudden he comes in. He's like, here's fifty new things. So yeah, yeah, fair point. All right, where are we at? Let's grab another super chat. DS says, Timmy, longtime listener, first time super chatter. First off, love what you're doing, brother. Keep up the great work. Second, I had to unsubscribe from the monthly mix only to subscribe directly to Appalachian Knights. Blessings. Uh, well, I appreciate it. I That's my favorite. Well, it's it's tough. I think Appalachian Knights is probably my favorite. I just, it's insane how good it is. It's the coffee, by the way. The yeah. Casper coffee. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you're not drinking enough. I, I'm not how, drinking however, enough. However much Casper you're drinking, it's not enough. You, okay. You drink more. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Done. And, well, and that'll be the, uh, the, the, the movie deal. Okay. You don't got to put we'll it in the movie. Some product placement. Highly no, 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 none of that. None of that. You just have to drink a couple glasses. Okay. You got some here? You got some here? Yeah. Some? And, and not on camera or anything. I just, you just have to just have some. Okay. There, there you go. And then we'll film the coffee. movie. There we go. That, that's that's how we do coffee, man. That's how we do the deals. And then I'll, 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 Danny wants to drink the coffee. Danny likes to drink it too. He just, he, he drank it one time. And then forever I can say that. And yeah. it's worth, uh, worth more than an ad. Done. Avid drinker. Avid drinker. coffee. Let's see. Uh, Polly Puree says, I was a tourist in the Soviet Union in 1991. No homes had electricity. Nobody owned a car except the government officials. All dirt roads except for major cities. A primitive dump. The best part? Hot water 
is centralized. When you in Ukraine, in Kiev, uh, well, I don't know if this is true anymore because I'm not sure what's left of Kiev. It's probably mostly fine. Let's be real. But um, the hot water in your apartment never runs out. Yeah. Because the way they, the way they, cool. it's from the uh, power plant. Yeah. So the hot water, <laughs> yeah, the hot water that's used to create steam to spin the turbine at the coal plant is recycled through pipes into people's homes. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, you I know, think it's clean. I don't know. I'll tell know. you the one story that my parents always tell me is when they were kids in the Soviet Union, whenever you saw a line, you just got in it because you just knew it was something you wanted. <laughs> wow. Always. My mom always said when she was a little girl, if there was a line, she goes, I got in the line and you just waited because whatever it was, you knew you wanted it. So I have this theory. I was in a, I was flying from London to Kiev with a stop in Moscow and uh, in the United States, when you're boarding a plane, they say, now boarding group one. And then group one walks up. Now boarding group two. And group two walks up. Sometimes yeah, someone sure. from group three comes in and then they're like, sir, this is group three. Or they'll just be like, oh, I'm, you know, let, let me in. But typically everyone waits. In Moscow, they were like, now boarding group one. Every single person stormed the gate. Yeah. <laughs> and they were shoving each other out, yeah. out of the way and waving their tickets at the, at the gate agent. And I'm like, I wonder if that's a remnant of the Soviet era where if you did not fight for food, you died. Yeah, for sure. Like, so, yeah, you, you just, yeah. A culture evolved where everyone said, I'm going to shove my way to the front or I'm not going to make it because during the worst elements of the Soviet Union, the families that said, no, no, we'll wait our turn, yeah. died. Every bread line was just January 6th all over again. Yeah, you see a yeah. lot of that in China as well. <laughs> now a lot of Chinese people, are like, they're like, oh, why do they have no, like, no uh, manners, whatever like that? Because if you had manners... You're gonna die. You're yeah, gonna have for sure. Food it's just eat. like a yeah, yeah. yeah it's just natural. Sure. It's natural reaction. Venus Sophia says the only subscriptions I pay for are X and Timcast. Well, I really do appreciate it. Right. There we go. Gyro Murphy says a few weeks ago you said you had big plans for Pittsburgh. I run some shops around Pittsburgh, and I would like to talk with you about how to bring some solid culture to my city. What's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, I don't know. I think it's to be completely honest, it's like impossible. Uh, I don't. I basically don't have email. I basically don't have a phone number. Because it's impossible for me to actually use. And then I have like staff at Timcast who take care of everything else. It's just, it not like, seriously, it becomes impossible. You know, you, you get, you get a phone number and then one person will figure out a one way to get your number and they'll share it with everybody. It is the downside of being famous. It's like, I'm, I find myself standing on the precipice of being famous and like, God, I still like to check my Twitter notifications because I enjoy like hearing what people think. And it gets to a point where it's impossible the noise, the feedback becomes so great. The amount of phone calls you get in the day, you got to shut your phone off. It's already on silent. Like, man, it is it is a, it is a type of sacrifice. But the oh, yeah. the benefit is so great to be well known could, in society. Could graphene solve this? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Maybe a graphene neural net. I don't know. But that'd nope, be a whole other really, problem. Still don't even really know what it is. Nope. Uh, yeah, I basically just I don't have email. You don't have an email at all? I'm not, no. There's, there's li the, the only way to get in touch with me is if you know someone who knows me. Slack. And, uh, <laughs> corporate, cor corporate chat rooms. Or if they can take way. over that phone of yours. Uh, Twitter that DMs. That your girl has. If I follow you on Twitter, you yeah. can message me. Or if you uh, know someone who works here. Okay. Then someone walks up to me and says, oh, hey, Tim, I talked to someone who says this. And I'll like, oh, okay, great. Let's, let's you know, follow through. But that's about it. Well, it's a good filtering system. But we do have big plans for Pittsburgh. They're currently in, in, in the works. We are like... 50% towards our uh, setup goal for uh, in terms of like organizational and it's going to be tremendous. So we're really, really excited for this and we've got some big plans for December. This I will say now because I want people to get ready for this in the event it does happen. 
We are working on a December 11th event in New Hampshire, and uh, we're 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 it's 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 probably going to happen. So it's going to be on. A, it will likely it will it, if we do it. I believe we're looking at like December 11th live Timcast IRL. I know it's a Monday, but it'll be big. It'll be special. It'll be fun. And uh, there's a chance it doesn't happen because of the logistics. But, uh, you know, some other stuff. And then there's like other stuff working on for the uh, for the month of December before we wrap up the last week of December after like the Christmas week. We're not here because uh, I hate not working, but it's just it's impossible. No one watches. It's, it's not that it's nobody will come. Yeah, right. right. Like, so the, yeah. It, it was it's the live event. So, <clears throat> so, you know, it, it, no, it's IRL. We can't book guests. Like literally no human being is like, I, I sure I'd love to fly halfway across the country to come to your studio just after Christmas. I mean, I'll come. I'm <laughs> in New York and I'm Jewish, but. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. But, but it's the second if you day, need someone third day of Hanukkah is the 11th. Uh, the 11th? No, 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 I'm, no, no I'm, I'm talking about after Christmas. Okay, so bad. basically after just doing stand up in New York. After but, Christmas to New Year's, yeah. you've got the, 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 the few yeah, days after Christmas ain't nobody's going to, nobody wants to come. And then uh, the weekend, we don't take do the shows. week off. So we're, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I just take the that's week what off. we're doing because it's just like otherwise you work know. hard enough. Yeah. All right. Where are we at? Let's grab some more super chats. Mike Leonberger says, love what you're doing with skate. How can I align my newish brand spirit of fear with what you've got planned? I want to support and participate. I don't know. Um, right now we're working on the boonies, the new show. I just we pre-recorded a podcast with Richie Jackson, Taylor Silverman. And uh, Dennis Williford, this is uh, going to go up Friday for uh, uh, on Black Friday, Culture War on Tenet Media. And uh, basically, it was, you know, we're, we're, we're skating all the time. Richie Jackson is a very, very prominent pro skater. He's a super rad dude. He's not a very political guy. And uh, I think so many pro athletes want to just say, like, dude, I don't know or care about this politics stuff. Man. I just I skate or I play ball or whatever. And there are people who want to force politics into it. So I'm just like, we're going to do our thing. But we talked quite a bit about it. And the thing about skateboarding is that I never used to film. I hate I hate filming skateboarding. I filmed some things. If you if you search on YouTube for like me skateboarding, you might find some really old videos. There's videos of me skating when I was 16 that are up on YouTube. I actually, uh, my friend Brett Novak filmed one of the oldest YouTube videos in existence. Tim Pool skating at a Chicago warehouse. It has like a million views or half a million views or something like that. However, recently I started filming a lot. And the reason is I want to destroy wokeness. And woke people <laughs> have started infecting skateboarding with their woke garbage. Oh, really? And oh, I, yeah. Look, man, I said this years ago. It came for video games. It came for movies. It came for comics. It will come for major league sports. It's only a matter of time before someone's like, well, the rules are arbitrary. We can make it so women have to play with the men and the NBA has to have women. That's inevitable if this persists. If we win, however, we can keep playing basketball and just say, may the best person get on the team. But skateboarding got to the point where I'm like hanging out and I see a magazine. Nobody really reads magazines anymore. I'm like, oh, I pop it open. And there's an advertisement for a brand and it's a skateboard. It's, it's, I'm not saying, not a trans person, a guy in a dress, not a trans person. Okay. I want to make sure this is clear. There is a guy wearing a dress. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, punk rock, whatever, be shocking. I don't really care. I turn the page and there's an advertisement for a brand and the skateboarder is not doing a trick. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, sometimes they have these, I guess. Then I see well, the, the last straw was an advertisement that was a slappy. Okay. Anybody who knows skateboarding knows a slappy. What? Slappy means you just rode the board up a curb and off a curb. Yeah. So it's like, imagine 
an ad where it's like, we have the best athletes, and it shows LeBron James doing like speed walking. Right. You'd be like, huh? Uh-huh. Like, come on, this dude can dunk. I want to see a 360 dunk. Like, now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes ads are just the athlete endorsing something by doing nothing. But it really did start getting to the point where skateboarding started embracing, funding, and propping up skateboarders who do not know how to skate. Why? Identity. And so I'm like, okay, it's time to, to put an end to this. We are going to fund to a very, very large sum of money skateboard media culture that pushes back against this. Don't get me wrong. Most of the big media brand stuff is still doing the good skateboarding with the good tricks, and I totally respect it. But seeing these people, and it has a lot to do with them attacking companies. So when I hear from my friend who's a, a pro skater, and he's like, we're getting attacked by these woke people for not doing X. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put money in this and I'm going to destroy that. That's not going to get anywhere at no ground in skateboarding. So now on Instagram, I've got a bunch of skate clips that are that are going up. Just this, uh, just yesterday, I landed what's called a Switch El Nino. Nice. Yeah, it's a- Sounds hard. It is. It is. It's a very difficult trick. It is a Switch frontside 360 and a kickflip all in one. Nice. So the board and my body spin around 360 degrees while the board flips underneath me. I did it on a bank. And it was a very, it was very fun, and it's a difficult trick. And then I also have what's called a hang ten hard flip late flip, which is a trick that only I have probably ever done. It is maximum difficulty. There is, there is you not invented it. Probably, well, it's 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 a combination move. It combines a hang ten hard flip and a late flip. Oh, gotcha. So the way I do the hang ten hard flip may be unique to me. Uh, it's hard to claim you invented things, but this is called NBD. Hmm. Never been done. Nice. And so it, there is there is quite literally, in terms of degrees of difficulty, this is the highest possible degree of di- difficulty for a trick. The video's on my Instagram. Why? Um, we're going to start trying to inspire people and build culture. So now I'm actually, we're actually filming. Nice. And we're going to bring, pro, bring pros out. We're going to film with them. We already brought some AMs and filmed with them. And we're just going to be like, dude, we're, we're reclaiming the space and we're, we're kicking you out. Is Scott Horton a good skateboarder? Yes, actually. Yeah, that, you, that episode on Friday was incredible. Scott is, he's an old man. Sorry, Scott. Uh, <laughs> but he actually, this is crazy. Okay, look. Did I'm he keep starting. the suit on? No. He changed. When we go to the mini ramp, I'm like, let me do my stretches. Let me warm up. I'm doing <clears> kick <throat> turns. I'm doing some rock to fakies. He just throws his board down and goes right for the six foot section. And he's yeah. like, oh, it feels better. And I'm like, you're 10 years older than me. You're not warming up and you're throwing down on the six foot already. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's old school skater. But uh, he actually has pretty good kick flips. Yeah, so nice. um, I don't I like, think he skates like as often. He does a lot of work these days, but he's good. He the first time he came here, he it was like midnight, and he's like, "We got to skate," and I'm like, "Bro, I can't skate at midnight." And actually, I did a kickflip pivot on the mini ramp, so it was a good day. Good day skating with Scott. Yo, hit that show with him and Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I listened to that on the train today. I thought it was dude, fantastic. it's just Scott's awesome. Knowledge drop. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, check it out. Uh, Tenant Media on YouTube. That's the new home for the Culture War. It's basically our. Uh, Culture War Supergroup, Benny Johnson, Dave Rubin, Taylor Hansen, Lauren Southern, me. We're basically like, you know, making a supergroup. So it's really cool. Taylor Hansen's got an awesome video where he goes to people and he asks them, do you think we should ban books in schools? And they're like, no. And then he goes, okay, read this. And it's one of the, you know, one of the books <laughs> they ban. And they're like, ah, <laughs> like, yeah. no, we should ban that. He's like, okay, here we go. So super cool. All right, we'll read a few more. Mike Ro- uh, Rowdick says, I'm very proud to say I voted. I, I have voted for Ken Paxton every time he was on the ballot. I knew he was going to beat that shame impeachment trial. Sham impeachment trial. I plan to vote for him again and again. Love the show. Yeah, I've, I've talked to people about it. They say it's total BS. So glad, glad he won. Hell yeah. He's doing good work. Let's go. Barely a Millennial says we really do have a great capacity for success and greatness if we just apply ourselves. Eventually, the army will be mighty. Thank you for all you do. Thank you guys for watching. For real. 
We are uh, we're investing probably close to a million dollars in one of the best skate facilities that will exist. It's going to it's going to be on the East Coast and it's going to uh, people are going to wish they could be there. The barracks is the one of the most prominent media entities in skateboarding. I'm a huge fan. The, the guys at the barracks are awesome people. Glad to see them do their thing. We are going to have our own facility on the East Coast that does things that are relatively similar, but it's not just skateboarding. It's going to be action sports. And uh, look, man, you want to come skate and you're LGBTQIA, whatever. We do not care. That is not what it's about. Where is it? West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like an hour from D.C., hour and a half from D.C. But, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's private. It's going to be like 90% private. But my point is the one thing we don't tolerate, intolerance. So the people who are like, you're not allowed to skate here because you're a bigot, blah, blah, blah. Actually, that's you. And I don't care if a dude shows up. He can wear whatever he wants. He can skate. So that's the other thing, too. Skating like, have fun. Yeah, Let's like the politics out of the, it. So this is what's what's happening in the area. There, uh, This is a big thing that happened. There were uh, uh, skateboarders at a spot they did not own. They threatened to physically remove me if I showed up. And I was like, skateboarders trespass all the time to skate. And there is this makeshift park on someone else's property and they actually publicly stated if i showed up they would physically remove me and i was like okay well i bought it it's mine now <laughs> but we were we were trying to buy it in the first place because we didn't think there was any beef and it was crazy that we're in martinsburg like we're buying property we're building a skate park we're doing these things and then after that they post we will physically remove him if he shows up i'm like that's gonna be awkward because yeah. i own that property that's weird because you're all banned but i'm not banning anybody yeah i'm like dude you guys aren't allowed to kick skateboarders out yeah. Now, look, if, if someone's going there and they're smashing things, and they're doing drugs, and they're doing illegal stuff. No, no, no. That's not a skateboarder. Yeah. That's... But if some skateboarder says they want to skate and you're like, no, it's ours. Okay, dude, now you get out. What are they checking IDs at the park? That It's just crazy. I, I was I was I thought it was hilarious when they were like, if Tim Pool shows up, we're moving him. I'm like, oof, this is going to be weird. Will they get physically assault you? I don't know. But I was talking to some dude from the park and I'm like, I told him like two weeks later, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, I own this. Yeah. And like, we bought it. And he was like, what? You stole it. You're, you're buying it from under us. I was like, bro. He said, why didn't you tell us when this was going down that you were buying it? And I'm like, because you were screaming in my face and threatening me with physical force. I, li I like that he, that he says buying this out from under us as if they were going to purchase it. Yeah. Like, like were you, you just, he, he outbid you, like just snuck in there and, and, and bought it out from under you. No, then, you were never going to buy it, homie. And then what they did was they started telling everybody that I bought it so I could destroy it. Ridiculous. like these people are evil dude yeah they're like oh no we we tried banning some rant like a skateboarder from a park and now once we find out that he's actually the legal owner of it now we're just going to claim he's going to destroy it you have to hate him and i'm yeah. like not yeah, only yeah. will i not destroy it we will legally protect it and we will expand it in any way you guys want the That's only cool. the only the only constraint is like dude you can't tell someone because of something totally unrelated to skateboarding and non-criminal because of their worldviews or who they are, they can't skateboard. Yeah. These you, people are bigots. You should hire 20 body doubles who can also skateboard and then all dress <laughs> the same and then show up all together. <laughs> That'd be a good video. Yeah. That's um, actually... Because then they don't know who to kick like out. Would footage. you like to manage this project? Uh, I, I, could, I could run a casting session with you if you want. If Because I, I would be not kinda, do it, but if you... Well, you just put out a casting call, literally Tim Pool... Tim Pool lookalike must be able to skate. Send in your headshots, and they just have to look like you. <laughs> Similar body, has to skate. Just unleash them, and then on you DC. all get the exact same wardrobe, and you just all show up at the same skate park with all these people there. And then they're like, "Is it Bro, him?" You know, that's a know. really good idea. We <laughs> should we should do this at Freedom Plaza in DC. And yeah, just get like 
We'll get like a hundred guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, head over to TimCast.com, click join us because the uncensored members only show will be getting in a few minutes on the front page of the website. You don't want to miss it. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. Danny, do you want to shout anything out? Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, Danny Jokes. I don't have Instagram anymore. I technically do Danny Jokes 2.0. New episodes of The Boys Cast with the homie Ryan Long, who is going to be here very soon uh, every Friday. And tomorrow night on my YouTube channel, Low Value Mail, M-A-I-L, uh, the best call-in radio show on the internet. We have all sorts of uh, great guests. I had Megan Murphy last week. I got Mark Dice tomorrow night. Open phone lines. You can call in, talk to the guests. Uh, go follow that YouTube page, please. What time does that show go live? It starts 9 p.m. every Tuesday night. I should have mentioned that. 9 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. And we have all sorts of great guests all the time. I am Phil that remains on Twix. I'm Phil that remains official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. You can follow us on Twitter and or you can follow us on Pandora and Spotify and YouTube music and Amazon music, you know, the internet. I'm Ian Crossland. Follow me at Ian Crossland. Subscribe to me on YouTube, Mines, where else we got? Instagram, uh, X, and uh, Rumble. And I will show you at 1 p.m. Actually, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be going live. So follow me there and subscribe. Also, for people that are wondering, I was drinking this Lion's Mane extract. It's a type of mushroom supplement. It's quite good. See you later. All right. And uh, I am Surge.com. I enjoyed being on the Discord. Uh, I don't know when I'll do that again, but cheers to everyone that was there to talk to me over the weekend on Saturday. Um, yeah, like I said, we'll see when I get back on it. It was nice talking to you guys. If I told you to speak to me, I talked to some, told some people to hit me up on Twix still. Uh, again, at Surge.com. Cheers. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com in a couple minutes. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.